1: We came, we saw, we kicked it out. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. portos and motorheads, geek bloods, waste-oids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right.
0: All right. Can you hear me okay? I can't hear myself. All right. Okay. Okay. I think we're good. Welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 28th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We are live from the uh, the OG studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana, a.k.a. the remote satellite U of L College of Business studios. Uh, congrats to the Louisville Bats who have now wrapped up their 2022 season with a victory. Uh, we will be on until 6 o'clock now and then from, from the foreseeable future from this point forward. Now, no more delays here with the uh, the Mike Rutherford Show. We will... and unless something crazy happens, at least for the next few months, be on from 3 to 6 every day. So you can, you can pencil us in. There's no more 5.30 exits, 5 5.00 o'clock exits, 3.45 starts. And we were supposed to start like 20 minutes ago, but I went to the wrong studio and was sitting in there for like – I got there because Trevor texted me. Trevor was on top of it, and he was like, game looking like it's going to wrap up here pretty soon. We'll start 3.30 at the latest. So I get to the studio like 3.20, and I don't know how I don't put two and two together. I'm sitting in there. I can't hear you, by the way. So My
1: going out. There, it's going out. Oh no! Oh, there fine. you go. There we go. Now we're good. Nope. Nope. I think we're good. Let me see. Now you're now you're going out. I'm going out. That's not a good sign already.
0: Working like a well-oiled machine here across the bridge as always, but I'm sitting in there for like 10 minutes and you're not in there. I had to flip on the lights and I don't know how I didn't put two and two together. Then. <laughs> like like, because usually when I do get there a little bit early, you're you're always in your car until like 3:03 and you come in, you start the show and we we get it going. So I don't, I'm just, like, sitting there thinking Trevor's in his car or Trevor's somewhere else or Trevor's going to be here by the time it's time to go on. And then it gets to 3.30. I'm like, where is this guy?
1: And then I realize, oh, yeah. Did you not guess what – can you hear me, by the way? I can hear you Nate. It's still a little scratchy. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I'm going over the air or if you just hear me through the doorway, though. If you're not, it's going to be a terrible show. But would anybody even notice the difference? I am. I'm going over there. okay, because I'm showing in the recording of my Adobe. Okay. So I should be going over there. Uh, did you not wonder to, like, like – Knowing the bats game, like maybe I would be there running the bats. I mean That's what I was saying. Like
0: I, I don't know how I didn't think. I was just sitting there, just I don't know where my mind was. And it they did go a little past three
1: thirty. I think the bats park gets in at around thirty, six thirty seven after. Uh, could I could have had a couple extra minutes. Get a lot of people to think.
0: Shout out to the Bats. Thanks for for keeping that thing going. Also, shout out to the Bats for uh, picking up the victory. and Ending the season on a high note, of course, in Gwinnett, the best place to be in late September. They did, the, the win got them to 60 wins, and I heard, because I was listening to the pregame when I was going to pick Virginia up from school, Nick Hurham was like, if they win today, they guarantee not having the worst record in the yes. National League. Suck and it, so
1: Charlotte! They did have the worst <laughs> record
0: in their division. They finished last by, I think, 33 and a half games, which, so whatever. But, right. but they did not have the worst record. So, all in all, I say my intro video, success.
1: They were 30 and 45 at both home and away this year. To hell a that? It's interesting. And uh, <laughs> the, the my tenure with the Bats this season started on uh, June 3rd on Equinette with a three-game winning streak and ended Equinette with a two-game winning streak.
0: If you just had Trevor Kelsey in command the whole year, this would have been, I don't know, a playoff-bound team. Possibly, yeah. Now, the Bats moving forward, because the Reds have like a- an absurd amount of Guys coming in their farm system now through all these trades and just
1: through the draft in recent years, who are one was one pitch today? Um, was it Brandon Williams? He's part. He of, did. He was part of the Seattle. He pitched well too. He pitched I think the three innings. He gave up. Didn't give up. But any I'm day. talking
0: more like the, the the guys they've acquired in these trades, the guys that they've drafted in recent years. Ellie De La Cruz, maybe the, the the most famous of those. Like they're all coming up through the ranks. They're probably not going to be ready for the big leagues next year. Although I saw. Given the Reds lineup yesterday, maybe they will just just go ahead and play those guys (laughs) next year. But what I'm saying is the bats for the next couple of years are going to have some future superstars. Like I can't guarantee the bats are going to be competing for IL championships, but they should at least be a a very, very fun ticket for the years to come because you're going to have some some guys who are bona fide future stars coming through the ranks. I mean, you've got like six top 100 shortstops and the MLB Top 100 list that are all in the Reds organization. I don't know who's going to play short next year for the Bats, but that's going to be a hell of a battle. Uh, they should be fun. But congrats to, to everybody with the Bats for wrapping up the season, getting to 60 wins, not finishing with the worst record in the entire league. We did it. Guys. Yes. We, did, we did, it. did it. Woo! My intro video carried them. I feel good about it. <laughs> uh, we want to hear from you. I got him over the edge. Trevor definitely probably helped more than I did. We, we want to hear from you he between did. now and 6 o'clock. Uh, text us on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. We love Thornton's. We love Kelly Leonardo. We love Alex Cupper. We love everybody over at Thornton's. They're fantastic at what they do, which is why they have 35,313 area locations. There are that many of them in the area because damn good at what they do. Download the Refreshing Rewards app today. It's going to save you money every time you need to fuel up at the pump. And we still need to save some money at that pump. Gas prices, they're way down compared to where they were, but still you want to save that money you you want to get that money back that you lost in during the summer months and going can help you do that. Uh, TK, you've been here over here for a while. How are you? How was your uh, Tuesday evening? You're
1: the third show I've done today. Well, which who I else actually show started did you do? with uh, Matt Dennison doing the Hoosier Report from 11 to 11:30. What are those Hoosiers up to? Uh I wouldn't have made attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, what t- I was like, to
0: say, I am like legitimately thinking, like, what do they have to talk about right now? Is it, I guess, uh, football?
1: Yeah, uh, they did mention the Nebraska game, I think, briefly. Uh, he had two- probably saying the same thing about us. He what had- are they talking about <laughs> right now? Had a couple guests on. Um, one was named Josh. One was named Dustin. Don't ask, don't remember who they, who they wrote for, what they were talking about, but they were on with them. And, uh, yeah, I think the Nebraska game came up, but then I led right into that to the Bats, who looked good. And then uh, now you. So, it's a full day, and then right after us, we've got uh, Cardinal Insider, then we've got Tom Allen on on the station. Shout to Tom Allen. So, yeah.
0: I was thinking about, you mentioned guests. I was thinking about, you know, we should get, like, a guest on, talk a little BC. This is a game that people are, you know, they, they want to see how Louisville's going to fare. And then I realized nobody covers Boston College Athletics. And it reminded me of the <laughs> they time. Have comp- I
1: mean, uh, they... Very... <laughs> they have a football I mean, don't they have a rival side or something? They do,
0: but, like, nobody cares.
1: What's it, it called? It's got to be some generic, like.
0: All I know is the, the SB Nation one is BC Interruption. And their post today is by people who are like, they're like, positives through the first four weeks of the season, like, we can't find any. Like, they had nothing (laughs) going on. Give it up. And it reminded me of the time when we were, I think this was, I can't remember who it was when we were on 93.9 or 790, but John, a big-time land, like the week we were playing Boston College, landed Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe, like legendary Hall of Fame writer, and, you know, like, we'll have him on, we'll talk BC Athletics. And I told John, I was like, I don't know how much he's going to know about Boston College is my just only cause, concern
1: here. Just because he writes in Boston. It's yeah, not
0: John gets it because, you know, John John would always, like, DM people, and people knew him from the Muhammad Ali stuff, and he'd be able to, you know, use that. And he was, he was able to land big time. We got Bob Costas on to talk uh, sports one day. But he, Bob Ryan comes on and we start talking and it, it's very apparent early on that he has no idea about anything about Boston College athletics. Like th- this man does not care at all about BC and essentially he answers the first two questions about the upcoming Louisville Boston College game by explaining how little people care about BC athletics up there and then we just spend the rest of the interview I think talking about Tom Brady. Like that, that was it. We just and then Muhammad Ali came up at the end.
1: Boston College Athletics is so uh, so forgettable that when you talk about scandals in college sports history, no one even mentions their point shaving. No, it rarely like it comes just up. Keeps, no one even cares about it. It's barely, it's barely even a blimp in, in the uh, in a dialogue of the movie Goodfellas. A blimp? A blimp. <laughs> a blimp, you know, like a blimp in the air. Like you see it, and it goes by, and it's gone. Like what, uh, is following Henry at the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's a helicopter. <laughs> a little blimp in the air. Um, a little blimp in the air, yeah. By the way, well, I mean, first of all, Bob Ryan lives in Boston. It's Boston College. Is in Chestnut Hill. We've discussed. We, we established it. It's not even in Boston. Lion University And the rival site. Eagle action. I knew it'd be something. generic. Eagle action. Yeah, it's. I knew it'd be something generic like that.
0: Um, the other like, the uh, it, it was the whole thing was funny. I remember going up to a game there in twenty six. It was like when Lamar was there, the Heisman season, where he just went off. It always looks really cool
1: um, on TV, though.
0: It's like, not so really it, cool there. But I mean,
1: does, does it not look beautiful when you watch it on TV, like with all the. The background of the trees. The trees and, are cool. Like We were oh, yeah. sitting up
0: uh, in one of the, like, the, the the suite things, so you could like see the entire like area behind alumni. And I, w- I was worried because it was late October, I think, that game was. And I was worried that like all the, the trees would have lost so many leaves and it wasn't going to be. It was beautiful. Like, it, was per- it was the perfect time yeah. of year to go there. But the actual stadium's a dump. And, oh, I'm and- bad. It
1: just, it just looks... Uh, facility,
0: facilities are terrible.
1: Yeah, just on TV, it always looks cool.
0: But we were talking to the, the waitress the night before at dinner and you know, talking about, like, BC football. Like, we're here for the, the Louisville game. And she was like, oh, like, I don't really – she's like, I don't know that much. And we're like, does anybody care around <laughs> here? And she's like, no. She's like – they care about – keep in mind she's talking with this thick northeastern accent that I can't potentially, like, duplicate – but she's like, you know, they they care about the Pats, they care about uh, the Bruins, the Celtics. She's like a little. A well, lot first of, of all, you pronounce way like, too many. R's. A lot of northeastern hockey, like she's like <laughs> N- northeastern hockey is pretty big around here. Like 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 any, I was like, oh, that's like people care about northeastern university hockey more than they care about Boston college football. That's uh, so uh, you know, I don't know if we could get a, a guest. The last time that we got a guest to actual t- actually talk about BC football, it was a guy. Um, who actually works for the BC Interruption side on SB Nation. I remember he was, was not great. So I, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to turn to here, but uh, maybe no Matt guess. Matt Ryan? Maybe we can get Matt Ryan on.
1: <laughs> get Matt Ryan? AJ
0: Tom Dillon. Coughlin. Get him on the show.
1: We'll He's make it happen. Just, yeah, we
0: can do that. Uh, we have a little bit of football to get to. We have major basketball news to get to on a couple of fronts. Uh, we'll have – I don't know if you can even play the music here. We have a, a major DJ Wagner update of the day oh, to get yeah, to. Oh, yeah,
1: I know. I meant to get that loaded I, during the basketball game. I completely Can forgot you just how...
0: slow it down to, like, make it really sad? Like, do, 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 do. mix it down doo. with taps. It's like the Game of Thrones breaking for an injured player music, um, like the, the NFL – like we need we need that kind of update today. Uh, we'll get to that. Also, a couple more notes on the Memphis I A R P ruling. I talked to somebody in the know in college Ooh. basketball world, and he had some a couple of insights on how he thinks. Things may go for Louisville. Uh, a little bit of a timeline update, maybe a little bit of a, a clue. We'll, we'll uh, drop some knowledge on that. And then, of course, Wednesdays during football season, we'd love to hear from you on the text line. We would love when you direct the conversation uh, at 502 414 1450. Are you able to get online, by the way, over there? I am It connected right away. But the, I don't know what the, but it is about the OG just like drains my computer battery. I'm gonna have to, like it's like it's already down like ten percent from when I just opened it up earlier. i so gonna have to, to hook up the battery here pretty soon. <laughs> but the Wi-Fi working, feeling good. Hopefully, it's sounding okay. Uh, but we will uh, we'll talk about all that good stuff between now and six o'clock, which is where we'll be, and three to six the next two days. So you, you know you don't need to start looking at Twitter every day to figure out when we're going to be on the air. You can lock it in now. Lock into the show at three. We'll be
1: on till six. Feels good. Usually, we never usually went on late. Normally, very rarely, does very class, rarely, yeah. but it's
0: happened a few times in summer.
1: We usually have to leave early sometimes, but yeah. not leaving early now. No, no, getting out of class early now. We're staying full time. No, uh, are the you full, Monty? The full Monty.
0: Uh, I'm just. I, I'm keeping. My mom is, is texting me about. So my, I have an aunt and um, who lives in Fort Myers, Florida. I, I think oh, I mentioned sure. this earlier this week. I have a
1: cousin in Tampa. Yeah,
0: and like you know, Fort Myers, it shifted overnight to like where Fort Myers is directly in the eye of this uh, of this hurricane, and her husband. Was adamant about leaving. She did not want to leave, and she got away. And my mom. <laughs> like,
1: so she wanted. He wanted to leave, but she wanted. So he stay. wanted to leave.
0: She wanted to stay. So they they stayed in their house. Okay. And they have like two neighbors that actually have like second floors, so they may go over there, like because nobody has basement. People rarely have basements outside of Louisville. I wouldn't, found this. Wouldn't the basement up. be the bad thing for flooding? I guess so. That, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I was thinking ahead. more like storm damage, because they've had the cover of their pool blew off already. <laughs> okay. Like, they've had all this stuff blowing, like, hitting the house. Uh, and my mom is like, the only thing that's keeping me from being, like, so nervous about this is how mad I am at her. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is just a great reaction to be Like, my, my anger towards her is the only thing that's keeping me sane
1: right now. She's okay, though? So far. Um, but it's, yeah, it's... Something that's been bugging me about this whole storm coverage is that... I mean, I okay, I, I know that, like, why... Like, they, cause they go, you know, from boy to girl name, and just like popular names from like, like, just in a, the world or whatever. So, but I mean, if I'm gonna like, if if I if, if I'm getting like losing like my stuff and my home, maybe I just rather be like a not to a name like Ian. Like, I just can't, can't we get like a more Butch or can we get more more like Hell's Angel names? Hurricane Spike. Yes. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's bad enough I'm losing my, like, I might be losing stuff. I got to say, like, to Ian? Like, when I hear Ian, my mind automatically goes to, like, Greek, my big fat Greek wedding. Like, Ian Miller? When I mean, my daughter's married, Ian Miller. <laughs> like, that's what I hear when I think of Hurricane Ian. Like, it just it should not, nothing that wouldn't be a, a biker name should be a hurricane name.
0: It sounds like you're getting your stuff blown apart by a guy who <laughs> reads a lot, yeah, and has very he has like a significant p- thoughts I on mean, the
1: latest major podcast. You know he you know he has a ponytail. You, you know he probably you know he drives an electric car. Uh, yeah, he's probably on TikTok. Even though he's too old, yeah, it's that's that's Ian. That's Ian. That's Ian, and I don't want to I mean it's bad enough you're getting all this stuff happening.
0: My best friend, his name is Andrew. He's actually in town this week. No offense to anybody,
1: but he—you he,
0: like, <laughs> forget about like the negative connotations attached to your name when you have a hurricane that just goes nuts. Like oh, he, we were like kids, bad. and he was like embarrassed by the fact that Hurricane Andrew was ripping apart <laughs> the South. And then earlier a few weeks ago, they were on his. He married a, a woman named Danielle, and it was like Tropical Storm Danielle was looking like it could be fierce. And he was like, "Please, he's like, I need, I need is some there, help
1: on this front." And you had, has there been a hurricane, Mike? Uh, there was there was a tropical storm Michael way back in the day. I don't Um, think I've ever had a storm, which has never been a. The only hurricane Trevor I know is the one they say on KRC when I get mad. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I I can't recall any. Which I wouldn't want to be. Hurricane Trevor doesn't sound very intimidating either. I don't want it. That that rings it over through Ian and like Connor and. You know, like, stuff like that. I don't want, I don't want that. Uh, at
0: Elville Cardin's Twitter says, the whole Bats team is celebrating with a bottle of champagne and becoming reward members of the Thornton Sex Line. <laughs>
1: That's the way to do it. They're having a good time down in Gwinnett. It's the way to make it happen. Do you think they're celebrating? Oh, yeah, the party in Gwinnett?
0: Oh, yeah. Happy the season's over. <laughs> Some of these guys getting called to the big league club, roster expansion. Other <laughs> guys are like, I get summer. It's good. Let's
1: it's make it happen. To out. Let's make it happen. Um... I know, I know our man Nick Curran said he's hanging out. The, the Missus is flying down to meet him down there in Gwinnett. They're going to hang out down in Atlanta for the weekend. Just stay in Gwinnett. Yeah. Go the whole, in, he like, Checking up a Braves game, maybe. Man, it's the way to do it. It's lovely this time of year. <laughs> it's, well, you saw the picture he sent out. That looked nice out there. You see? Do you see the the, whole, the apartments in the background? I did not. You can't see the Otis Nixon one that's in the basement. But
0: Oh, yeah, the, the ones that are named after Braves players. Yeah,
1: yeah. Those are the ones you see in the background of the picture he sent out. The Paul Baco. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bowser. The one-room shack. The Mark Lemke. Mark
0: Lemke, just so straightforward.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everything's just very solid and sturdy, but not flashy at all. No, no. it's like an Amish room. Everything's white. <laughs> it's, it's the Amish suite. No color whatsoever in that place. You know what you're getting it's into. It's so boring. You, can, you can't order anything but vanilla ice cream. All right, can <laughs> we do the uh, – so we can't do the D.D. D. Wagner oh, music? Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah, do you want right, to All right, play it. It's all right, on. Okay, let's, get, let's get right into it.
0: DJ Wagner DJ w- Wagner DJ w- Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner To go DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner DJ Wagner be the last time we do this, Wagner, we'll D-J, D-J, Wagner d- DJ, DJ Wagner DJ w- Wagner DJ Wagner I guess we might do it when he commits Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner We hired this kid's grandpa We're not even getting a visit Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner, DJ Wagner Wagner. (laughs)
1: Alright,
0: cut it if you couldn't tell from the song, the DJ Wagner update of the day... Season 8 all over again. <laughs> is not overwhelmingly positive. Uh, if you've listened to the show, if you've kept up with the... Back when we were actually doing DJ Wagner updates of the day and it wasn't a clever name when it was a, a literal thing, I've kind of said for a, I guess what? Probably five, six weeks now I'm kind of done with, with, with the, the Wagner. I, I feel like he's going to go to Kentucky. I think the last time we did this I said it was 95% sure. Uh, he's going to UK. And you always hold out a little bit of hope that maybe Kenny Payne could make a last-second, you know, swing. But I had been told weeks ago that U of L was kind of backing off recruitment. It wasn't like we don't want him. It was just we know that there's nothing to be done at this point. Where you know, we're. Putting our efforts otherwhere. You've uh, been less positive than I
1: have up to, uh, over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, used to like 50-50. I was, I like, was still hanging on. I was like, it's 95.
1: You. He's going to UK. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about like 4% life Yeah, left over here. Today
0: we find out, and this is the DJ Wagner update of the day. It's also the uh, Aaron slash Ahmad slash Isaiah Bradshaw update of the day. But both of those players uh, are going to attend Big Blue Madness, which is October 14th, I believe. So they're going there. And then Travis Graf of On Three.
1: Not a big not a big news though. That's that's to be expected, right?
0: Not really. Okay. I, I mean, because th- they've they've both visited UK before. Like, you know, you only want to go
1: back if you have like if this is where you're gonna go to school. I mean, that part th- what you're about to say next is what the one that they... dropped my battery.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, will we get Wagner and Bradshaw to Louisville live on October twenty third? We already have you know a solid crop of 2023 and 2024 players. Travis Graff, I said on three from Rivals, comes out and says, the understanding is neither one of Wagner or Bradshaw are going to take a visit to Louisville. Mm. And they both have visited Louisville in some capacity. I don't think Wagner has taken an an unofficial visit, but Bradshaw was on campus, did the whole unofficial visit thing. Wagner has not. And, you know, I, I guess it's still possible that there could be some rabbit out of the hat these are 17, 18 year old kids, but it certainly seems like this is the, well, that's that moment, which is kind of the writing's been on the wall for a while. Uh, I think Louisville has focused most of its attention on AJ Johnson and some other guys because they've been under the belief that both these guys, certainly Wagner are going to go to Kentucky. How do you react to this? I mean, let's assume for the sake of assuming that this is a pretty solid indication that this recruitment's over, that both are going to go to UK or at least Wagner's going to go to UK and, it kind of ends with a thud. Like we thought this was going to be this Titanic struggle that goes down to the wire, and we hired Milt Wagner, and we never even got DJ Wagner to take an official visit to, to U of L. That kind of feels it's it's a let's be real, it's a bit deflating.
1: It is, and I mean the Bradshaw, I mean is I mean I, I just I, I didn't have much really hope on the Bradshaw front. I mean otherwise I probably would remember what his real name was that begins with an A, said just did him you Bradshaw.
0: cost us Aaron Bradshaw?
1: probably but <laughs> it won't be the first or last recruit i probably do that with then if he's listening i'm sorry i'm, I'm, he, I'm on he loves the whatever, show whatever yeah he loves the show uh, i'm amani uh but wagner i mean i just i i just know unfortunately it's going to there's going to be you know some the like we said i think it'll be the minority of the fan base that will be upset about this and not cuz in some of the i think in that minority will be more the novice fan who just have, who knows the name Jay Wagner because they remember the name Milt Wagner and they've heard about all this. And they'll be like, oh, well, he must not be doing recruiting. But it doesn't mean he's not. Like you said, they've, they've shifted the focus to AJ Johnson. Hopefully that'll come through. They brought in the, the kid recently, the last week couple, couple weeks ago. Um, the Williams, was it Charles? What was, what was his name? Well, Curtis Williams is committed. Curtis Williams, yes. Yeah, they, they signed him. So, I mean, you know, it's hopefully, hopefully it'll still be okay. I mean, I, I would like to, to add DJ Wagner, but. Yeah, you know, what is it is? I mean, you and I He'll have talked suck. about this
0: for for <laughs> several
1: months. Yeah, is is that what we do now? Is that the yeah, pivot? Yeah, he we did People said him. in Spain he wasn't even good. We didn't recruit him anyway. Really, AJ Johnson's better. AJ Johnson's <laughs> better. It's the Derek character outplayed Greg Oden. Uh, you know, we, He's not as good as his Grandpa anyway. started making up.
0: They went head to head actually on the EYBL this summer. It wasn't a game that was publicized, and AJ Johnson actually went for twenty nine points while DJ Wagner was three of eighteen from the field. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, you know, guard each other the whole time.
0: Yeah, have fun with that. And then yeah. if Johnson doesn't commit, we're like, well, he sucks anyway. Yeah, he sucks. Too. <laughs> I made that story up. Uh, it, it's not a, a small thing. I mean, we've, this has been the most talked about recruiting story of the summer, oh, yeah, nationally and locally. Like, nationally in college basketball world, it's, the story sells itself. You've got Kenny Payne, Louisville player, who becomes a U.K. coach under the tutelage of John Calipari, going back to Louisville. Now the guy who is – I mean, Kenny Payne was given a lot of credit for John Calipari's recruiting success during his time at U.K., He's got a, I mean, one of his closest friends, Milt Wagner, his grandson, is, is out there. And you'd think, as, as many people did, when you hire Milt Wagner, done deal. Kid's going to go to L. Legacy, his dad was under a lot of pressure to go there. But the whole thing with the Calipari family and their dedicated, you know, the, the Wagner family, viewing John Calipari his family, what he did for uh, DeWan back in the day, winds up, kind of winning out, it seems like. And I'm a little bit surprised that there hasn't been more of a back and forth because this was, for like a month and a half there, it was, if you were following the recruiting writers, he's going to Louisville, he's going to Kentucky, and this is uh, happening, and Kenny Payne's not going to Spain, and John Calipari is going to Spain. And then it was just kind of like, oh, he's going to UK, and that's it. And that's been the only story that's been out there for the last two months, and it seems like that's the only story that's been. And I don't know if it was a, he's going to UK the entire time, or if it fluctuated and something changed, or you know something that Calipari said, or if it's the, the IRP that has any effect on this. All I do know is that, and I'll give Kyle Tucker credit. Like Kyle Tucker, he told me before he even started saying this publicly this whole time, like UK thinks Louisville can hire Kenny Payne, they can hire DeWan Wagner, they can hire Milt Wagner, they can hire the entire Wagner family. <laughs> Grandma
1: he's, Wagner, Uncle Wagner. He's
0: coming to UK. Like, like and, and he Robert is he Wagner. never strayed from that. He's like Calipari – for whatever reason, is beyond convinced. There is nothing that can pry this kid away from from UK. I, I wonder if, when, and he, in sorry, the Mark. end, that wound up being right. Like the like key is, he stayed on that message the entire time, even when national people were changing their crystal ball predictions to you know from Kentucky to Louisville or making them for the first time for Louisville. That was always the word. I would be like, hey man, is Calipari still sure? He's like. He's certain he's like, and he wasn't that way with, with other guys in recent years that they led for like Cade Cunningham, like James Wiseman. He felt good. And then, you know, somebody got hired at Memphis, Penny Hardaway, Cade Cunningham's brother got hired as an assistant at Oklahoma state and Calipari knew right away, like we're kind of in for a dogfight. That wasn't the case again, for whatever reason, when Louisville hired Kenny Payne, nothing changed in in DJ Wagner's recruitment, according to the folks in, in Lexington. And at the end of the day, it looks like they're going to win out here.
1: I mean, we all knew Kyle Tucker was more than just beautiful hair, though. He's got great hair. He does have great hair. Uh, no, I just I want to Jake. You mentioned you know Tucker, who, who is obviously is is with as much as anybody as close to you know UK's program as as anyone can be. I I wonder if the just the 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 Payne pain from a national perspective was just a knee jerk reaction to move him over to Louisville, and like you said, it was just it, there was never any you know real inside. It was just oh well. Much like some of the fan base here at Louisville, myself, maybe even you a little bit too, was like, we got him. We can get him now. But like you said, there was never – so I think a lot of people maybe be j- trying to jump on the breaking news ba- boat early by picking him going to Louisville. And very gradually, like, you know, the new car smell, it just disappeared and blended back into what, what, what naturally will be him going to Kentucky. That's the only thing that I can think is that
0: people thought – people drew what they thought was an obvious line between point A and point B, which yeah. is – Kenny Payne has a relationship with DJ Wagner that was pre-existing. Yeah, Wagner also, I mean, played for Purvis Ellison, a guy that you'd think would be brought back to the fold here. Brings in Milt. I mean, brings in Milt. And when Milt was hired, that's when all those predictions started coming out. And then, I think you did also have just some bogus reporting, like the, the Jamie Shaw guy, who at one point was like. A decision, like he's going to go to Louisville, I'm 95% sure, and a decision could be imminent. Like, he's going to make his commitment. And then it became, he's going to UK, and he's going to commit at peach jam. And, like, neither one of those things ever happened. Well, didn't I did say 95%. I mean, there was <laughs> <more. laughs> I think people just make stuff up. And I think that, you know, there's certainly an avalanche effect when a couple of national riders try to put two and two together and say, well, I think he's going to go to Louisville. His grandpa's on staff. Why wouldn't he? There's a lot of ties here. Then everybody starts wanting to do the thing where I've got inside info, and you saw a lot of local people just kind of follow and say, yeah, he's going to go to Louisville. I'm making my prediction here. When I I think the reality we're finding out more and more is that nothing really ever changed.
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think it's what seems to be.
0: I don't think there was ever anything behind the scenes. I don't think it was DJ Wagner being like weighing the pros and cons of Louisville versus Kentucky and saying, you know, well... I love I love the Louisville Airport, but also like they have Erler's ice cream at Rupp Arena. That's a good thing. Like I, I'm swayed. I'm going back and forth. I don't think anything ever changed. I, I That's think what he they want to
1: do. They recruit me. Well,
0: <laughs> I think he was always going to go to UK. Um, I, I think he was going to always listen to what Kenny Payne had to say and listen to what other schools had to say. But at the end of the day, he was he was going to be a Calipari player. And I, I, the, the strange thing was going back to like. Trying to put two and two together and making an obvious jump to conclusions. You also had Robert Dillingham committing to UK in, in like the middle of all this when Louisville had hired Milt Wagner. And so I think you had even had some UK fans who were saying, Well, if we're taking Dillingham and Dillingham feels confident committing here, then we must not be getting Wagner, right? And you had UK fans who were doing kind of what Louisville fans are trying to do now, which is Dillingham's just as good as Wagner. If not better, we're going to be <laughs> fine. Look at the rest of this class. And now they're getting both. And I, it, like, I, I, again, I don't think just hearing kind of what I've heard consistently for the last four months that this was ever really like an ebb and flow thing, I think D.J. Wagner was probably always going to you go to U.K., and I think we're going to find out in a month or, or two when he commits that he's going to be a Wildcat, and we'll see what happens moving forward. I think what
1: well, the lesson we all learned is D.J. Wagner hates his grandfather. <laughs> D.J. Wagner hates his grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly is favored towards Grandma. I'll say it again, though. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm fine th- I understand that like Kenny Payne doesn't have to hate DJ Wagner. Milt Wagner doesn't have to hate his grandson. But if he comes into the Yum Center two Decembers from now and lights us up That's
1: like thirty five and, on us
0: and, and they win. Game I better. don't wanna see like Milt Wagner and, and Kenny Payne like chopping it up with with, with DJ after that. I don't wanna no, see no, like no. laughing and dad like this is this is the rivalry. We yeah. don't do that. Like like Save it for the locker room. Save it for after the game.
1: No, you, you tell you tell them just like Jake Taylor told uh, Willie Mace Hayes on the last day of cuts. Don't celebrate in the locker room around people who may have just died. Take it, take it outside. Take it away. It's a, a good use of a movie quote. Thank you. Willie Mays Hayes goes outside and does the, the moonwalk. Yeah, Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: uh, it's and the Bradshaw thing. I, I think the only thing that threw like a wrench into those plans was the commitment of the other kid who's going to be the, the, the big man whose name I. Don't remember right now. He's also couldn't pronounce if even if I did. Who's going to join their team this year? I think there was a lot of thought. Like this guy's going to come in here. It, we're
1: screwed. I yeah. <laughs> This guy's
0: going to come in here. He'll play behind Oscar shibway this year, and then he'll be ready to at least start or split the minutes with whoever comes in. If if it is Bradshaw in two years, and I think that's why you saw Bradshaw, who was according to multiple reports ready to commit at Peach Jam. Back that commitment up, and now he's not going to announce until November. But it sounds like he's been maybe, I, I guess, whatever fears he have had have been alleviated.
1: and He's going to go back to UK. It just it, that's what it sounds like. I'm curious why if he was ready, to, if he was ready to commit to Peach Jam, why why is this is an announcement date now so far in, in advance?
0: Well, that's what I just said. Like because that kid committed to UK. Okay, but and I that mean, threw the wrench into those plans.
1: Okay, but I mean, still, now if he's still kind. As of, I guess, so you, you don't think he's. I mean, UK seems to be kind of a lock form, right? I mean, I mean, it's for. I, I know, I but like, then what, I was like, whatever fears I, he had seemed to have been but my alleviated. Point is, then why do we have to wait? Till, why would he say November sixteenth? Why not say like, uh, you know? I, I don't know. I, yeah.
0: I don't know why DJ Wagner is not. Like, if if, if this is such a done deal. I don't. I get, Maybe you want to go to Big Blue Madness. And you want to have the fans chant your name or something.
1: Yeah, but still, it's still a month. He's, his the, 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 the date he gave was still a month after Midnight Madness.
0: Kids have their reasons. I I, guess.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, kind of, I just wonder. That's I mean, we don't
0: even have a commitment date for Wagner. Like he, no, has, we don't. He's made no indication of, and maybe he's not going to blow it up that big because. Obviously, there's, there's feelings in
1: play here. His grandpa is a Louisville legend who's going to be on. Like, does Milt attend the commitment ceremony? Maybe the Bradshaw date is actually Wagner's date, but he didn't want anybody to know. So, and Bradshaw <laughs> Bradshaw's, already, he's like, I'm going to UK. We're good. He's like, he's like, why well, can't decide? He's like, well, I can say what, buddy? You got till November sixteenth. That's it. You got to decide. He's like, okay, I'll say it's my date. I'm like, okay, man, we're good.
0: I mean, if you're Milt Wagner, <laughs> do you attend the commitment ceremony? And do you have do you have to wear Louisville stuff? Not to mention it, but do it is you wear, it's going
1: to make Thanksgiving really awkward.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, do you wear like neutral colors? Do you wear cause at least when DeWan committed to Memphis, Milt was on the staff. Like yeah. he he was the assistant there. This is the reverse. Milt's on the Louisville staff and he's still gonna go play for John Calipari. And it's not like his dad is on the staff at Kentucky, but like it's just this to me feels more awkward than the the Memphis one w- back in w- the day. What
1: if he's there in Louisville gear and like? That's he, what I just said. Like, I know, but what if he's there and he announces Kentucky and he's just like, son of a, he just walks off and gets, gets mad. I mean, I would prefer
0: that to like him like pulling it up and like being like wearing like, a UK shirt underneath or flips something Flips like the that. table.
1: <laughs> Ungrateful millenniums.
0: Now, Milt, of course, <laughs> I-, I say we hired him. It was a hybrid role. Let's be real. That's hybrid. hybrid role.
1: That's how good he is. He's a he's hybrid player.
0: Technically, at University of Louisville. Employee, not a U of L athletics yeah. employee. The uh, last time that we had something like this happen when Rick Pitino hired Shabaka Lands to try to get Marcus Teague. That, Teague, committed to, Teague committed, to UK. That one still pisses me off. And Lands was anyway. fired literally two days later. Oh. What if, what if Milk got fired?
1: There's, I mean... <laughs> You see, you see him getting. You see him literally as, as Wagner's putting on the hat. You see his phone ringing. He's answering it. Hello, Kenny. Payne's like he's gone.
0: We've had to make a move. You
1: see him getting fired in the background. He wasn't getting the hybrid roll done.
0: <laughs> he wasn't making plays. I
1: mean, that's at least in this situation. Him and Kenny are like buddies, though. So I mean, it's it's a little. Which would make it more juicy if it happened. Which also, the connection between those two is, is really irritating. Because the, the Marcus I'm, Marcus Teague's recruitment always annoyed me, especially with Cali. I didn't even go watch him play. I've also,
0: and I've got $20 to any person listening who wants to play investigative reporter and who can find out. There is some relationship between Shabaka Lands, the guy I just mentioned who was Marcus Teague's, like, personal trainer and yeah. sort of mentor who got hired at Louisville and then dropped right when Teague committed to UK. Did <laughs> he get hired to UK, by th- the way? <laughs> no, there is some relationship between him and Kamari Lands, who now is a Louisville freshman. Because, like, Shabaka Lance, he's on Twitter. I tried to do some digging, but, like, half of his tweets over the last year, he he's got, like, five followers. Are about Kamari Lands. He's like retweeting him. I don't know if it like he's like an uncle or like he shot him like a DM or something. No, there's clearly like some blood relation, but like I don't know what it is. But it's a very like that's an interesting story. The man who was hired at Louisville for like two weeks for very obvious purposes and then fired. If he has some sort of I don't know nephew. Son, I, I don't know what's going on, who's on the Louisville team, and nobody's talked about it. And I, I mean, I've, I've hit up other people, like I texted Greer, I'm like, hey, do you know what's going on? He's like, it definitely looks like there's something there, but I can't, I, I can't find out exactly what's happening or what the relationship is. But that's a, that's an interesting little story. It's the one question you want to ask
1: Lance in the first press conference, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, what if he's like, I don't even, I have no idea, I've never heard that man's name about? in my life. Sorry, we have the same last name. What do you think? Maybe
1: that's all it is. Maybe it's just some. He's just retweeting him because he's he's got the same last name. He thinks it's cool.
0: Kamari Lands just hates me from day one. He's like, what do you think? We're like, we're all just related. Like every Lands is just somehow. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> you're my favorite player.
1: <laughs> but we'll find out. What it's happens not a very common last name.
0: It's not. No, it's not.
1: I've never heard it until now. Or until you know, because I, I, I forgot about the the. Marcus D. guy, but, I mean, I until Kamari, I'd kind of forgot. I'd never heard of really the name. I,
0: I think the reaction to this, though, going back to Wagner and, and Bradshaw now, seemingly cutting Louisville and looking like they're probably headed to UK. Certainly Wagner is. We'll see yeah, what happens with Bradshaw. I think the, the reaction from Louisville fans that I've seen has been – there have been three different groups. One, you've got people that are still, like, just kind of in denial, that are like, yeah, of, of course – like who are your sources from Lexington? Like, I'm like, okay guys, let's,
1: let's just, is this like the five stages of recruiting fanhood? Kind of. Let's say like the five stages of denial, you have you know, like acceptance it, bargaining. And I get it.
0: Like it's especially hard when, for people who have kind of gone all in, in the rivalry, like yeah. you know, UK fans have been very confident for the last month and a half or so. And you've had some little fans who have been like, get your celebrating out now when he's coming to Louisville, we'll be cheers. Like like, And when you've gone that far in, it's very hard to start being like, okay, like I, I was wrong. So you're having some people that are just like, he's still coming. I, I still believe it. You've had another segment of fans that have done the, we don't really need him. Like, you know, we're going to get AJ Johnson. we got all these kids coming. Carter Bryant's coming. Trenton flowers is coming to Louisville live. These 2024 kids are lining up to play for Kenny Payne. We're going to be just fine. And then you've got a, a third group. And this is probably the smallest one that I've seen that is like legitimately pissed about this, That it, it, it kind of, We were of the belief that we hired Kenny Payne in part because we were going to get DJ Wagner. We hired Milt Wagner because we were going to get DJ Wagner. What are we doing here if we're not getting DJ Wagner? And I think, like you said, that's kind of that group of fans that maybe doesn't follow recruiting all that closely. But every now and then, a recruit or a story is so big that it seeps into even the casual fan who doesn't like following recruiting. It gets on their radar. And I think that fan is like, if we're not getting DJ Wagner, like who are we getting? Like, like, what's going on? And I, I get it to an extent. But you're going to see, I, I think, this is going to be how the Kenny Payne era starts. And I've said this probably a dozen times at this point, and I'm going to say it again. If we don't kill it with this 2023 class, and now you're not getting Wagner, which is a, a bad first step to a lot of people. If you don't get A.J. Johnson, and this class ends up with, I don't know, like like four four-star players, and it's a good class, but not an elite class, like the one that we thought Kenny Payne was going to be bringing in on an annual basis from right from the jump... There are two ways that you can comfort the fan base. One, overachieved in the actual season. That's the easiest route. Same with Scott Satterfield. You, you, know, you want to unite people. You want to not have people talking about Jeff Brom. You want to not have people talking about what record do you have to get to to keep him, just to keep the recruiting class, win a lot of games. Not off to a great start there. Decent start. Okay start. Not great start. That's route one for Kenny Payne. Two, you start killing it in recruiting. If you get some of these 2024 kids that we're in on, some of these top 20 players, some of these five stars to get locked in early, I think that alleviates a lot of the fears. Obviously, you know if you get A.J. Johnson and you have a top five, top 10 class, then people are going to be okay because that was what was promised and it sounds like you're in good shape with 2024. If none of those things start happening, I, I mean, you'd love to say that Louisville fans are going to give a new coach the benefit of the doubt and be a little bit patient. It's not going to happen. They're not going to look at, well, he inherited a mess and look at what we did last season. Like, people are going to start getting jumpy. People, you're already seeing some people who are like, I knew this was a bad hire. And, you know, you got to give the man time, but he also has to do something to give this fan base a tangible piece of evidence that he was the right hire, that things are going to, (laughs) at, at some point, be okay, whether it's this year, next year, five years from now, that Louisville basketball is going to get back to being Louisville basketball because people having gone through what we've gone through basically since 2015, are understandably jaded. Like, like We thought that things were always going to be fine. Like Louisville was, could slip a little bit, but we're always going to be a national player. And if you know, things fall like they did at the end of the Crum era, it's not hard to get that turned around. Rick Pitino came in here. His second year, we're a four-seed. We're winning conference championships. His fourth year, we're going to Final Fours.
1: I think it was fifth, wasn't it? It was
0: 05, so a two, a three, a four. So fourth year. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, I think we're facing the reality of, you know, we hired a head coach who, for the first time in, in any of our lifetimes, just didn't work. Just just flopped. Chris, the Chris Mack era was a disappointment. And now we still don't know what's happening with the IRP. We expect that this season, at the best, is going to be like an NCAA tournament team. And we want some hope that, like, we're going to get back to being in the mix for national titles. Because that's what the expectations are at Louisville. It's not... You know, it's not the Satterfield thing where it's like get to a bowl game and maybe we can, you know, get six, seven wins, whatever the equivalent is for that. Make the NCAA tournament, maybe win a game, get to that the first weekend. Like that's that's fine for now. But eventually and not too far down the line, we want to get back to being a perennial top 15 preseason team. We want to have these top 10, top five recruiting classes that we were promised. And we want to do something with those. And when I say do something, I mean, go to Final Fours and win national titles. That's what the expectation's always been for Louisville basketball. It's what the expectation's always going to be for Louisville basketball. And right now, I think you've got people that are panicking a little bit. And the DJ Wagner thing does not help. But give it time.
1: Be nice to me. You still don't even know if he can coach. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we we uh, yeah. know so
0: little about what's uh, happening right now. Uh, and, uh, and I think that is part of the panic.
1: And when, it, when he's not bringing the big recruits, it's like you said, and it can, it can lead to panic because it's also that I – mean, I'm not saying he's – you know, dull, but he doesn't have the charisma that you get from a Calipari or a Patino or even a Mac when he got here. Really, I mean, he doesn't have. He's, he's very quiet, soft spoken, and you, so you don't you, you don't have that in the media or on social media. Him kind of you know keeping the 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 spirits of the troops high, and he does he he does do that silently with with, with, with by his recruiting. And if it's not happening right away, yeah, I can see where. There can be some rumblings and worries, and it's, especially it's, when we don't know. Be like if we if we if I see next year this guy can do it. He he knows his XOs. He can coach. I I'm not gonna. And this is not like sour you know sour grapes because we're not getting Wagner. We may not get AJ AJ Johnson. I I could give a bleep less if we're just getting four stars for sure. It changes because, everything because I because this isn't this isn't this football. It's is basketball where you can you don't have to have like really the most talented team to win if you have good coaching.
0: Ray Patino never got like, recruited at that
1: level. Yeah, I mean. If it, listen. If it was always the most talented team's going to win, and a lot of times sometimes it does, you know, there'd be, it'd be a different story when you look at national champions across the history of college basketball. So, I mean, until, until we actually see him coach, it, there is some reason to to have some some doubt, and and maybe I don't want to say anger, but at least doubt. And of I, 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 I don't think I don't think you're in the wrong for doing it. I don't think you're wrong for not having doubt. Say you, you are feeling confident. You're still you know feeling groovy and and, and you know and warm like you, and like we used to climb the rope in gym class feeling. That's fine too, but we got to see him coach. Then if we see him coach, and then you can we can argue whether you should have doubt or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was
0: certainly labeled it by some as like a Kenny Payne hater because I had my doubts about the hire, which I I made throughout the process. I am now willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think that's what you do as a fan. You want to you have to be patient. You have to come in with the with, with optimism. You have to give the person the benefit of the doubt, but. At the end of the day nobody knows anything about yeah. what's going to happen. We don't know anything about this guy and it's why you, know, you mentioned he kind of leads with a quiet example at this point. He can't do the the BDE Rick Pitino thing where he comes in and just like is ruling with an iron fist and you know letting every people people know from the the, the jump what he's going to do because he doesn't have that track record. Patino could come in and say, you know, he, like he goes to the UK and he's like I'm going to turn this thing around in a short time. He comes to Louisville, he's has a legendary first meeting with the players where he just like rips them and is like, "You guys don't know how to work. You guys suck. I'm gonna get this program right." He can do that because he has a track record. At that point, he is when he got to Louisville, he's won a national title. Yeah. He won at Kentucky. We all knew that he could get it done, and he, he was, was going to get it $20 done. Twenty
1: million dollars to coach the Celtics. I mean,
0: <laughs> you knew if you let this guy do what he can do, it was going to work out, right? Yeah. With Kenny Payne, you give him the benefit of the doubt, but you've got no idea if this is going to go well. You've got no idea, even if we start landing top five recruiting classes, if he's going to be able to do the right things with him. You you have hope, but like you said, we haven't seen the man coach a game yet. And I think that lack of knowledge, it kind of helps both sides. It's sort of like what we talked about when we were doing the coaching search. Like, like people would say, you know, well, you know, Mick Cronin's lost in the first weekend this many times, and <laughs> this person's lost this many times, and this person's had this tournament success. And with Kenny Payne, it was like, well... <laughs> He's never lost, you can't use his NCAA tournament lack of success against him. He's never lost the first round either. Like, it goes both ways. If people want to believe that Kenny Payne right now is going to be the greatest college basketball coach since John Wooden, they can believe that. And there's nothing you can say that can derail them because they've got, there's no evidence. And if people think that that Kenny Payne is going to be, you know, a terrible hire, somebody of my mentions today is like, this is reminding me of Patrick Ewing being hired at Georgetown. He's never coached a game, but like, you can say that, right? You can say anything you want right now because we have no data we, we have nothing uh, and we found out today exactly when that first piece of data is going to come in we know new tip times have been announced new tv designations have been announced we're going to get to all that uh, throughout the, the the next hour and a half we'll talk about that uh, i've got thoughts on memphis but we want to hear from you coming up after the break your thoughts on dj wagner the latest news to break today on the thornton sax line 502-414-1450 we'll take a break we'll come back we'll hear your thoughts it's the mike rutherford show live from the L college of business studios here in lovely jeffersonville indiana on 1450 the big x
1: It's a great song oh, I, learned, I, had this, I learned this whole song no, It's great No, that was oh, lead on by That's a good song It's a good song too It's a great song me. By the way, uh, stand by this is a big song Vinny, I'm blowing your mic, that's that song <laughs> That's wrong <laughs> I'm starting to, I was you like, why does the sound like getting lower? Or I was lowering your mic or and the not mountain. the right one uh, today would have been Benny King's uh, birthday today. To the,
0: how old would he have been?
1: Um, 76. No, he died when he was 76. So. I was going to say, that like, can, nope. can't be so right. He would have been what, 76 plus. <laughs> it looks like he would have been
0: 88. 88, yeah. Based on his uh, Wikipedia page. Benjamin Earl King. Yep. When did he die, 2015?
1: Yes, he did. April 30th, unfortunately. Yeah. Great song.
0: Welcome back in Mike Rutherford Show here, live from Jeffersonville, Indiana, the remote U of L College of Business Studios. Uh, also reminding you before we get to the Thornton Tax line about our friends over at AirServe. If you have issues with your heating or AC, only one place to go in this area, it's AirServe. Call them directly at 502 264 9662 Doesn't matter what hour of day, they're gonna have somebody there to take their call because they have EMT. They have <laughs> technicians always mess that up. They have technicians available 24-7 because they're like EMTs for your air conditioning. Again, doesn't matter what time of day you have an issue. Somebody at AirServe is going to be there to take your call, and there's going to be a technician available to come out and fix your problem. 502-264-9662 is the number. AirServe.com slash Louisville is the website. A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V dot com slash Louisville. All right, Thornton-Saxland, 502-414-1450. We spent most of the first part of today's show talking about the news that D.J. Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw are going to attend Big Blue Madness and are, according to reports, not going to take any sort of visit to Louisville, um, maybe there's just like Louisville that much. Maybe, maybe, that's the, maybe we know all we need to know. Like,
1: hey, hey, I can just how to just break it down. So DJ, you know, what I mean we're gonna be spending like a whole year there on our freshman season, maybe even two. Why, why? go visit again? Right? I mean,
0: if we did happen to land D.J. Wagner after all this, it'd be one of the all-time great flips like oh, in, the, in the history of
1: this rivalry. DJF would be so. I mean, he'd become a legend in the rivalry. Thin-skinned up as it is, so they will not be happy about that.
0: Texas says Trevor talks the same way about this show on other shows as he does about the IU show on this show.
1: <laughs> Wait, minute, what show? <laughs> Wait, wait, what?
0: Were you talking about not listening to the IU oh, show? Yeah, okay. When you on other shows, do you say that about the Rutherford Show? I wasn't listening. I
1: mean, but, I would
0: hope not. You're an actual Louisville fan.
1: <laughs> also, in fairness, the, I, I will I mean, I had to be. I had to I actually went on the air at 11 a.m. In, in, in travel world, that's like 6 a.m.
0: Yeah, it's middle of the night.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, that's right. It's like three in the morning. Okay, so I was I was a little hazy still getting on getting on the air originally. So I'm just a little out of it. Hope Matt Dennison's not listening. <laughs> Matt Dennison's not listening. <laughs> I didn't promise. He, didn't even, he, did, he didn't even come in and visit me. He did it via remote.
0: Texas, what blows my mind is I remember the last time Boston College was good, they had Matt Ryan, and he's still playing. Easy game plan, pressure the quarterback constantly. We get the win. It kind of feels like that. But that was that really the last time they were like any good? Oh, probably. They went to back to back ACC
1: title games, didn't he?
0: I know, but like I feel like they've had they had to have had at least one team since oh seven, oh eight that won, like, nine or ten games, right? I
1: don't
0: think so. I know they've been bad, but, yeah, I guess. I mean, they certainly have not since we've been in the league.
1: even when A.J. Dillon was there, they weren't. I mean, they were a ball team, but I don't think they were.
0: And they were supposed to be terrible. That was the, that game in 2017 was the origin of the,
1: whatever, I I was dead inside anyway, tweet that I always tweet the bad stuff. It
0: was when A.J. Dillon just tossed Chucky Williams aside like a rag doll. That was
1: the game I was like, I don't care who drafts A.J. Dillon, he's going to be a bad.
0: Because we were, like, 24-point favorites and got. Just our asses kicked at home by that BC team that was not very
1: good. Uh, it, was, it was, it was, that was a bad afternoon. Yeah, 2007 was their last 11 win season, which was with uh, Jeff um, Jaganinsky. Because yeah, then he
0: took the, the Giants interview he,
1: and they told got, him not they to. They fired him, Because yeah. we've
0: looked at his career before. Like he's, <laughs> right. and now he's like coaching, he's like a high school assistant or something. He's, he's, he's fallen
1: very, very far. Insane. He's actually, now is he the last one, 2017, before that, they didn't win double digit games. Until 1940. Jeez. they They've only done it twice in school history. They never did it under Flutie? No. I mean, when Flutie was there in the early 80s? No, uh, he was there, what, like, 84, 85 uh, No, you're, you're right. I did. I'm sorry. I don't know how. That's right past 10 and 2. Yeah, you're right. There you go. There's, they do have a lot of nine-win seasons, so I'll give them that.
0: Texas Trevor, are you going to send me my week one text of the week prize? I need to talk to my framing guy so I can get it up on my wall. Well, there's an issue. Like I was told with the winners, you know, give the address to Debbie; she'll send it out.
1: Well, Are you passing the buck to Debbie over there, Brian Brown.
0: Kind of, because I don't know, I don't <laughs> have like the access to our mailing stuff, and Debbie has not been in this week. Now we're—I don't know if she is. She wasn't there today when I went to the studio, the wrong studio at the beginning of the day. So, like I said, they do these telethons, and then it's like everybody gets three weeks of vacation afterwards. <laughs> it's pretty much really what it is. So I haven't gotten the last two in the mail. I don't yet. even
1: think it's three weeks. I think it, don't, we only do them like once every four months. And then just people get like they lose three months off. Again. And there's
0: just two people in the studio after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, just the uh, LG and the uh, traffic guy. <laughs>
0: but if I if I can't if, if Debbie's not in tomorrow or Friday, I, I'll just I'll put it in the mail myself. I'll find some stamps. I think we'll you can hand
1: deliver them.
0: I just, I'm not gonna go to somebody's. I family. actually deliver, I actually
1: delivered a prize to somebody's house once. Did you? Yeah. Isn't that not creepy? Well, I just I felt bad, so I forgot to mail it out.
0: It's like on eBay. When like looked, They, they looked, tell you very specifically, do not go to the person's house yourself. I did it once because they lived like three streets over. I sold like a Derby uh, parking pass. And like very quickly, I was alerted on, on eBay like, never do that again, please.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Tech says, I'm an Andrew here who was very quiet and shy in high school. Hurricane Andrew happened during my junior high school. I had one teacher who at least once a day would make a joke or comment when he saw me or called on me in class referencing the hurricane in some way. It's terrible. It's terrible.
1: I can't even, I mean, there's been a lot of, they've been through the cycle of names so many times, though.
0: I mean, we had, you don't even have to have the actual name. I mean, how many hurricane jokes were said when Katina Powell stuff started? Oh, well, I mean, Hurricane Katina. I'm like, it was not even the actual name. Yeah. If you're close, <laughs> you're just going to be, you're scarred forever. They need to change this somehow. Make, make them fake names. Hurricane Slidoob.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's,
0: we don't need kids being bullied over being hurricanes. Come Why on. can't
1: we just call it Hurricane?
0: Five, four, yeah, I mean, make up some BS name we, like we, we do with really diseases. To, we, we're not calling, like, although I I did see a joke tweet about it one time, and I kind of agree. Like, all these variants of COVID, people would be far like less intimidated if they were like, I, I got it like the latest edition of Tony.
1: <laughs> I can't go
0: out. I got a bad case of Fred. Tim got me. Sick with some Tim. I'll be back in five days.
1: I mean, why don't we just name it, like, John Doe? <laughs> Hurricane John Doe, Hurricane Jane Doe. Just back and forth.
0: Then nobody have any idea what hurricane you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, this doesn't need to be.
0: <laughs> Texas, look at UK recruiting during Payne's last couple of seasons. He wasn't doing it like they were early in the, in, in the early years. Something's off with KP, and I haven't figured it out yet.
1: <laughs> now, now something's off with him. <laughs> That's uh, what it is. He's lost his mojo.
0: Maybe. Uh, I don't think that that's a little, <laughs> yeah, little early for we that. We
1: found his mojo, Austin Powers.
0: So Texas, is it possible that DJ hates his grandpa? <laughs> he did. Will he be the most hated cat when he plays in the Yum! Center next year?
1: What was the stupid song, I'm my own grandpa? I hate my grandpa. <laughs> so Texas,
0: DJ Wagner's grandma better only give him a knitted sweater for Christmas. <laughs> I wouldn't give him
1: anything. If I'm Milt, shut that kid out. He sent him a book. Is there anything worse than getting – well, I guess you Brad. I hated when I got the book for Christmas. I did read, but
0: still – you know, it's, it's never an exciting gift, right? I would well, – because I would always try to save uh, on Christmas. Like my biggest presents were like video games. I would wait to oh, get yeah. – growing up, like I would wait to get the new football game or the new basketball game for like Christmas. Was when I,
1: I, I rarely got stuff
0: did before you, then. Did
1: you not have toys? like? Because I, I had that later on, but like my earliest memories was the G.I. Joes and Transformers I'd get. I played. I was then big it was with video games. So what, did you have action figures? Really? I did
0: Ninja Turtles, and okay, yeah. I was big in Ninja Turtles, and then Wrestling Guys. Like I okay. had, like, I had the ring, and I had all the like WWF characters. Yeah, yeah. Those were my two big things that I remember growing up. Uh, I never did. I wasn't big into GI Joes, but I was big in Ninja Turtles.
1: I was some five years old or so, and I was still kind of into the Ninja Turtles too. It was great. Did, um, did you have the bus? Did you have their, their vehicle? I
0: had the Pizza Shooter. And I tortured my my. Si- that was that what
1: it was called, or was that? It was
0: like a bus, but it shot pizzas out of the front.
1: Yeah, I never. I was. I was. I was so. I, I knew it wasn't as hard to get as like the aircraft carrier story I've told, but I never got to get the uh, the actual vehicle. If my
0: sisters thing. listen, my sister can still hear like the the buzzing noise it made when you turned it on. <laughs> she's like, I still have PTSD. Like I would hear that and like immediately. Like, I'm just trying to like play with my Barbies, and I know I'm gonna get pelted with like these little plastic, plastic pizzas. pizzas. <laughs> I mean, I just tormented her with that thing all the time. You hear it like, and she's like, Michael. <laughs> no, ruining Barbie's dream party over there. Was
1: there a Ninja Turtle you wanted but didn't ever get?
0: I mean, I think there, was, there were only four of them.
1: Well, true, but then there was other side characters too. You had like the Brain, and you had Be- Bebop. And I had out- I
0: had Krang. I know I had like Shredder and stuff. Yeah, I think I had like Soldier. I think I had like all the big ones. I, I probably didn't get into like the like the minor characters that much, but I think the big ones I had. Yes. I, I remember I had, like a sewer thing set up.
1: I guess there wasn't intros was everywhere You it didn't have like the, the white whale of toys like there was I think for Star Wars and G.I. Joe's and Transformers and stuff like that it's really
0: weird but like with WWF figures I remember the one that I could never find was Honky Talk Man and I wanted, to, and one time, like I just happened to stumble upon. Him. Are you
1: talking about the the big like the, rubber guys?
0: No, 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 like like the the, the mini figures. Like I had like the little oh, ring, and you okay, would wrestle. Okay. Not like the the bed buddies, like no, the no. the actual figures. Yeah,
1: well, they were they were they were. I'm trying. to know again, like, you but like the, the ones that were like this. The, they were called LJs. I remember those, but like the, I'm talking
0: about just like the small action oh, figures, okay, like okay. the ones that you could. I, I would just like we'd play like wrestling with them. And stuff. I got you. Well, you do but that like with the LJs, but. I. Could never find Hoggy talking man, and it just happened like spot him one time like a it was like a Walgreens or a like a Target or something, and like I it was one of the like I still remember to this day like the feeling of seeing him there. And my mom
1: was like, "Get him, go get, go pick him up, <laughs> yeah. pick him up," and it was great. It was wonderful. That's a joy I miss as a child. We go into, like the KB Toys or Toys R Us. Excuse me, and always knowing knowing the owl I want to see run into it to see. If there was like a starting lineup figure in that aisle yeah. that I don't have yet, or a wrestling figure, a Joe, like just so excited to see if there's something new there. And maybe or, or going through the the, the list, of the 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 little line of them, and hoping to find that one near the back, but by himself, it's a hard to find guy. Kids these days, oh um, man, never know. And with everything online, you just don't have that same joy anymore. You'll never know. No. But, but
0: the point I was getting to was I would always save, try to save the video games for last on Christmas morning because they were the big presents, but they were shaped so similarly to the books. It was like a, it was a very dangerous game because I liked getting books, it's but like roulette, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I was never nearly as excited for like a book as I was like a cool toy or something like that. And so you know, I try to save for last, but like there'd be years where I would my big present I was saving to wait to open last. I'm like, oh,
1: it's you know, a, I, I, a Super Bowl recap book. I, I had the great uncle that always sent me the book, and it's just like, it's like and then one year I think they actually gave me something I thought was cool. They made, they got me a personalized bat. And they spelled my name wrong on it. No. T-R-E-V-E-R. <laughs> and it's, and for the record, sadly or not, it's still to this day the only personalized bat I ever had. Uh, and it's, my, my name is spelled Trever on it. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> because he would always call me that, too. That or Travis. He never got my name right.
0: Maybe it was an inside joke.
1: I, maybe so.
0: <laughs> Texas says, with today's news about DJ and Bradshaw going to, Big Blue, going to Big Blue Madness, have your expectations changed for the 2023 class for Payne and Company? Well, no, because they're I – mean, I've been talking about this for weeks now. Like This is kind of – I've assumed that both those guys were going to go to UK. I think you need to get A.J. Johnson. I think that's the expectation now if you're going to get a five-star because I don't think you're going to get another one if you don't get him. If you, you can still have a good class if you don't land Johnson, but you can't have the type of class that we all assumed we were going to be getting with Kenny Payne here. And maybe – like, I don't know, to answer the follow-up question that I've seen on the text line, I don't know how much of a factor the IRP stuff is having on all this. I assume it's at least somewhat of a factor, but it shouldn't be. I don't think it's an excuse for having a class that is like I don't know, Chris Mackian with like four four stars
1: <laughs> below fifty, right? I mean, and I know I'll re- reiterate this, but like I'll, I'll let you know how worried I am with the twenty twenty three class after I see how well Payne can coach in twenty twenty two. Totally fair. Like if you because this same class, like say you got like I said, we got four stars, we won five star. I'm feeling warm and cozy about that class, whether I think he's a decent coach or not. But, like, if he's just a bunch of four-stars and I think this guy knows his stuff, I'm going to feel good about that class regardless.
0: If he takes this roster to the NCAA tournament, it changes everything, in my eyes. And and everybody has their own opinion. But I'll be like, okay, we don't need to recruit at this level for this guy to get it done. I mean,
1: when Bettino was here, I mean, it didn't matter. I almost think it didn't really matter what star rings It did when Cal got because you got the whole, you know, comparing yourself thing. But... Until then, and maybe it's just maybe because I don't, I'm not as the big recruiting recruiting guy as, as everyone else, but like it didn't matter who was in that class because you already were excited about the class because you knew Patino could coach.
0: You knew he was going to get the most yeah, out of whoever exactly. was exactly. You get
1: a bunch of three stars, two stars. You get you get a high three star, low four star kid, and you're just you're thrilled because you just know that he, Patino Patino can coach, and if this kid's going to be any good. He will be good.
0: I legitimately can't understand why so many top recruits want to go to the same school and have to cut back their production. I blame Reagan. These kids aren't trickling down. Um, <laughs> I
1: was curious where he was going that when he blamed Reagan for a second. I did think it was funny regardless, but the trickling down added on was nice. I,
0: I did kind of think, and this is a credit to John Calipari in UK right now, I kind of thought that these super classes were going to be a thing of the past, especially with NIL right now. Because, you know, why share the NIL money if you're going to have, like, three top 10 kids in one class if you can go to a school where you're going to be the only five-star and theoretically reap all the benefits that are going to be out there? But I guess I'm sure that they have, if that's a concern for Dillingham or Bradshaw or Wagner or these other kids that they're bringing in, whatever they've said to, to kind of comfort them and alleviate those fears... Is working because it doesn't seem to be a concern for them.
1: I think when it comes to any school that's probably at the level of getting a super class, your Kentucky Dukes, regardless of how many, they're going to get the no money out there. Like it's not like this is Boston College pulling in some great class or something, and you know, we can give so much no money to one kid and so much to another. Like it could, I mean, you're, you're gonna, they're gonna find a way to get every get a piece of the pie. Then they then give comes, a
0: Lamborghini to a kid who didn't even end up playing yeah, last year. Yeah, so
1: then it comes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I almost dropped the NS. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. I was like, you're right. Uh, which will be I don't have a dump on. Um, but th- 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 then it just comes down to just the whole, you know, Devin Booker theory again. You know, do you want to be the kind of lost in the fold, but still, you know, be able to maybe hide it, but you're still getting drafted, or do you want to be the guy getting, you know, 60 shots, the Trey Young, you know, yada, yeah. yada. And that just that—that's when it all comes down to personality and, of the kid. And that—I mean—before before it became that kind of scenario, what was the, the the process was? Do you want to be the guy on the bench who barely plays at Kentucky, or go to Murray and get sixty, you know, yeah. thirty minutes type thing,
0: or go to like you know Western or something? Yeah, yeah Clemson.
1: Clemson.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I didn't feel that bad about DJ Wagner until your show. That's why we're here, I guess. I Did, don't.
1: I, I don't know how we raised your spirits, but.
0: No, he said I didn't feel that bad about D. Wagner until oh, our show.
1: Oh, okay. Now that makes more sense. I was wondering how he got excited about it.
0: Terry says, getting closer to that Rutherford premonition about DJ coming to the Yum. It's a weird vibe, given KP only wants to beat Kentucky by one point, and Milt's grandkid will be on the other team. Well,
1: what do you mean? who cares? If beats
0: about one point. He made it. He oh. came, made a statement about how like he like he's always going to root for Cal and Kentucky, and like I want to beat him, but like only by one point. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Well, it's. It's not, I, I it's not fine to me. I want to beat him life. by 4,000 points.
1: I, I just want to beat him.
0: I'll take it. Yeah. But if, if you ask me, do I want one point or 40, I want to win by 40. Well, yeah, I mean. And I think Kenny Payne should, should too yeah. Terry says, you've said that if Kenny Payne brings in a top-tier recruiting class for 2023, the fan base will be patient if the team struggles this season. Since Wagner and Branshaw seem to be off the table, what does Louisville records have to be in order for fans not to turn on KP? Well, I think that there's
1: – I think you still got to be – a. a
0: it's not an end all, be all. Your
1: name maybe on Sunday.
0: Like, there's no, there's no answer that's going to satisfy this question because there's a group of fans that would still believe in KP even if he wins five games this year, and there's a group of fans that like aren't going to believe in him even if we go to the NCAA right. tournament, but like don't make it to like the Sweet Sixteen. I think for like, like that the the bigger the biggest portion of the fan base like the, who are somewhere in the middle of those two extremes, I think if I think you're probably right. I think if they're like in contention late in the season to go to the NCAA tournament, you're going to have some people that are still a little bit concerned. But for the most part, people will be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think the conversation will then shift to he couldn't kill with the 2023 class because of the IRP stuff, because they didn't know until too late in the game that there was not going to be a postseason ban or there was going to be a postseason ban or whatever. I think that's what will happen. And as long as it seems like things are going well with 2024 – that portion of the fan base will be okay. Now, if this season looks like last season, which is certainly a legitimate fear, and you don't have a killer 2023 class, then I think you're going to see some people start to, to panic early on.
1: Well, that's why Bradshaw waited until November. He's waiting for the IRP, the, what's going to happen with Lowell. Maybe. That's why I pushed it back so late. Okay.
0: By the way, I've got a timeline. I've got a time frame for when I think we're going to hear, based on some scoop. You've done some math? Some sc- Well, no. I would never do that. What was, what was the, I had people what, do math for me. What was
1: the name of the, the guy? in oh, sunny when he's uh, Pepe uh, Sanchez. Or Pepe something? Silvia. Silvia, yeah. I have boxes and boxes of Pepe.
0: <laughs> Not only do all those people exist, they have been asking where their mail is for the last week.
1: <laughs> Texas
0: says it would probably be a good idea going forward if KP starts talking to the fans a lot more and for Nolan Smith to stop telling people off the record that we're getting every top recruit.
1: I can't speak to the the latter there, but the former I would say it's just, you're you. I mean, it's just his nature. I mean, he's just a quiet guy.
0: He is, and he's doing a lot of these like individual speaking engagements stuff. Yeah. But we don't hear a lot from him publicly. And the Nolan Smith, I mean, I don't know what to say about the, the Nolan Smith. I don't know who he's exactly telling this to, but he does do a whole lot of the like wink, wink, like we got this covered, and then like. It seems like nothing ever comes of it. So I, 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 that does seem to be leading some people on. But again, I think it's too early to draw any extreme conclusions. We'll we'll see what happens. Texas says Hurricane duty killed my family.
1: <laughs>
0: Texas says I went from reading frustration with missing out on DJ Wagner slash bigger picture of UVO basketball to checks notes. Talking about kids' figurines of yesteryear. That's what the show does.
1: We do. We cover all the bases. It's
0: not my intention. We, we, we,
1: we, 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 we will, you walk away every day to the show, young bingo.
0: Texture says, uh, technically, Trevor, you still don't have a personalized bat.
1: I don't have a what?
0: Personalized bat. He said it's my only oh, personalized yeah, bat.
1: Yeah, technically, yeah. no. No, you're right. <laughs> it's close, though. I still have that somewhere.
0: Uh, Texture says, Bronnie and Bryce of the Ville. Texas says, "Oh, this is Angry Guy. You're not getting AJ Johnson. Thank you for that.
1: Thanks for the update, Angry Guy."
0: Texas mute TK's mic. Don't tease that timeline, bleep. We're already at 5 p.m. Spill those beans, Mike. I tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll come back.
1: I <laughs> okay, just automatically assume someone to turn the conversation into something, and we'll never get to the timeline.
0: We will take a break. We'll come back. I'll, I'll give a little bit of a scoop of what I've heard again from somebody who, in the know in college basketball circles, what he thinks. is kind of a giveaway, I said he, Dan O'Neill's out. Andrew Adelson's out. I guess Andrew only does football now. But <laughs> Dan O'Neill wasn't her. Uh, but unfollow. S- somebody let me know what they think. What's going to happen with Louisville and also a, a timeline update. We'll get into that coming up after the break. Also a little talk, a little follow up on the conversation from yesterday's Memphis IRP stuff because it's it's hilarious. I want to talk about it a little bit more. That's coming your way in the five o'clock hour It's the Mike Rutherford Show live from the L College of Business Studios here on fourteen fifty and ninety six the big X. <laughs>
1: the sky, Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached Head is matted black, got the boots black to match Riding on a horse, ha, huh? you can whip your Porsche. I've been in a valley, you ain't been up off that Porsche now. Nah. Can't nobody tell me I don't know why this nothing. song is playing it, right? I don't hate
0: it, but Can't I don't know why. Is there a theme today? TK? Can't nobody, nobody tell me, nothing. Tell me yes.
1: nothing. So I had the Benny King song cause I looked it up and I saw it. Stand
0: By today. Me to Lil Nas X. Interesting. You don't get the comparison? You I You don't. don't get it? No.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, yeah, there's three no. part names. <laughs> so I, listened, I had the Benny King song because, like I said, it was birthday. And I couldn't think of any other song. So I was doing the Bats game and I was talking to Nick and thought, you know what? I just kept getting the song stuck in my head. And I kept hearing them playing at Gwinnett. And I was like, well, today's going to be <laughs> tunes from the ballpark. There you go. <laughs> and then I actually did a couple other songs on there. It's just a random day, really. TK Faves. I like this song.
0: It's not a bad song. You wouldn't. I mean,
1: w- it's been over. It's been. It was shoved down everyone's throat immensely when it came out. But I still like the song.
0: The only all I can think about when I hear the song now, though, is my buddy who's got. He was like the first one of like my group of friends to have a kid. His kid is now. He's the one who played on the the Jeffersontown World Championship team this past uh, summer. Okay. He when he turned ten a few years ago. His tenth birthday, they had like a party bus, and it was all these kids. There's a video of them like just screaming all the words to the song, and I was like, I never want my kids to get older. <laughs> I, I never want to have kids that are that age. I, I don't. I, I don't want to deal with that at all.
1: It's funny because when they played the song Gwinnett, it came after they did the seventh inning stretch, and they, you get it was it was kids day at the ballpark today, in Gwinnett. It was school day. I guess they had school was it. as a field trip. They all went to the Gwinnett strike. What a game. gift! Anyway, yeah, got to watch them lose. The Gwinnett. It's losers. And they did uh, take him out to the ballpark, and I was joking with Nick. I was like, this is the most uninspiring-sounding like audition ever. Like The kids didn't know the words. And a few seconds later, this song came on, and you can hear the kids just singing along. Kids love you know, it. They are going love nuts. And, and, but, I mean, this song of anything, Billy Ray Sowers went from a one-hit wonder, 30 years later almost dropped the one-hit one and became a two-hit wonder because of the song. Yeah,
0: but it's not technically a song.
1: Yeah, but it, but it doesn't even get known if he doesn't add his name to it. Yeah. I, it 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 it, it's, it blew up supposedly. I this is me because I'm not you know down with my fingertip on the trends of today's youth, but I, what I understand it, that's when it got mainstream popular. Is when he he added to it. Other than that, it was just another your your you know average you know SoundCloud rapper. that... Mixtape.
0: Well, he's not a soundcloud rapper. <laughs> very famous.
1: I didn't know this song until the draft when they had it down. And they ended right. we, need, we need the to move national, on because yeah.
0: people are gonna, people are going to rip you apart if you don't let me talk about this uh, this little timeline <laughs> stuff. They're already oh, yeah. they're already very mad that like we didn't get to it the last segment. Like that's all the text line is like, please stop letting Trevor <laughs> distract <better>. you.
1: <laughs>
0: so yesterday we find out with the Memphis IRP that Memphis is getting a slap on the wrist, and we're going. I, I want to revisit some of that because there's a hilarious detail that we did not get around to talking about yesterday, but last night. I'm texting with a a friend who covers college basketball nationally. No ties to Louisville, does not, not like a Louisville butt slapper, doesn't care about what happens to Louisville. And he's of the belief, and this is not the inside info part. This is not him feeling like he knows something. He's like, Louisville's not getting a postseason ban. And, of course, my response was the same that I gave you yesterday, which is, like, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I know all the evidence is pointing in one direction right now. I'll believe it when I see it. I, I will. I choose not to get my hopes up so I cannot be let down by the NCAA for the 50th time in the last eight years. But he's like, I don't think anybody's getting a postseason ban. I don't think Kansas is getting one. I don't think LSU is getting one. And those two cases are far more egregious than what Louisville had. Now, of course, as every U.K. fan has mentioned to me the last 24 hours, the difference is Louisville was on probation when their one level one violation took place and all this. I don't need to say 75 U.K. fans have been like, did you guys you guys were on probation, though? As if I don't know that, as if I, somebody who has written about this extensively for the last seven years isn't aware of that fact. Thank you, uh, big blue fans, 69247 on Twitter, for letting me know that we were on probation when, when this alleged transgression took place. But this guy's like, you guys aren't getting a postseason ban. Feel confident about it. And I was like, I'm not going to. And he's like, that's your right. As far as the timeline <laughs> is concerned, because Louisville, according to people who... However, have some sort of insight into the way the IRP is operating. They all think Louisville's next. Louisville's the next one that's going to get their, their punishment. This person said, my understanding is not this week. It's not going to happen this week, but it will happen within the next four weeks, which it, at the very least puts to bed my biggest fear, which has been season starts. It doesn't go great in the first month. Maybe we don't, you know, don't win a game in Maui. or Maybe we drop an early one that we shouldn't, whatever the case may be. And then we hear from the IARP and they say, we're going to ban you from the postseason, but it's not fair to do it in 2023. So we're going to do it in 2024, which means you've got a a season that looks not promising that just started and then a full calendar year to deal with knowing you're not going to be able to play in the postseason for the next upcoming season, which would just wreck recruiting. That's been my biggest fear all along or whatever punishments not being implicated for this season, not being able to get them out of the way as soon as, as humanly possible. So if it is in the next four weeks, which this person says it's going to be, that eliminates that possibility. It does, however, bring into play the possibility of this ruling coming out very near or actually on the day of Louisville Live, which is setting up to be a huge, huge day for the program. So let's, let's not do the Friday dump. A Tuesday dump like Memphis would be that, that would work just fine for all of us. Let's just make sure that that doesn't happen because we don't want these recruits coming into town and you know flipping on the Mike Rutherford show and, and hearing us being like, the IARP and three hours of IARP talk. But that was what his understanding was, was I don't think it's going to be this week. They're going to, this is going to be kind of a rapid-fire deal now. Once they start going, they're going to try to just get them all out of the way as soon as possible. But you're going to hear Louisville next. I think he said LSU, I want to say, was after them and then Kansas, and he says it's probably going to happen very quickly. Louisville won't be this week, but it should be within the next four weeks, which makes me – I think we
1: all just want to get this over with at this point, right? Doing it on Louisville Live would be so uncool.
0: But would we ex- really expect anything less?
1: I mean, that would be just the most – I mean, just <laughs> seriously, man. I, would, I, I wouldn't even be surprised. I'd be like,
0: whatever, let's move on. Let's focus on Louisville Live. Let's. in
1: Louisville, Louisville Live on Saturday? It's Friday night. Oh, I was on a Friday. Night? Okay,
0: it's the night before we play. I believe it's before
1: the pit game. Oh, that's right. Well, we, treated. we wouldn't have it. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, that would be. We're not getting. It's going to be a Louisville Live day. <laughs> <laughs> You've now convinced me.
0: I'm, I'm trying. Going, I'm going
1: ultra negative on this one. You're right. It's going to be Louisville Live. It's going to be. They're going to announce it. This, this is the equivalent of Petrino doing his coach's show, getting fired on the dial underneath. <laughs> That's what this is. We're gonna be out there celebrating Louisville live. In the middle of it, they're gonna make the announcement.
0: All I keep thinking of is, I, I I'm so sick of everybody getting my hopes up. This reminds me of the end of summer. We talked, we had the show like about this time a month ago, where you've waited for football for so long, you've kind of you have held a consistent opinion for the entire off season, and those last like two weeks before the season starts, somebody gets in your ear or some piece of evidence comes up that just they want you to believe that this is going to be more than it is, right? That last person has a stat that just, you know, you go from thinking seven and five, seven and five, it's like, you know, we could get to nine and three. Like and now <laughs>
1: just like like the stat of our schedule that made me think we're gonna beat Kentucky somehow. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well you were you were pretty consistent on we were going to beat Kentucky from like day one of the show through through the actual game. And it uh, didn't happen. But you've you've Change that mentality for this year. I blame the drugs. You blame the <laughs> drugs,
1: but I feel I like, use that instead of the egg getting cracked on the pan and for kids. But
0: that same thing is now happening with this IRP stuff because I've been of the belief since this happened, like we're getting at least one po- year postseason ban. And now, granted, that was like young Mike. I think I was in my twenties at that point when <laughs> when that was when I had that mindset. And now, time has passed, things have changed, and you've got every person nationally who's like, oh they're not, they're not going to get a postseason ban. If Memphis didn't get one, Louisville's not going to get one. If,
1: you know, it, yeah, I'm going to tell you, that's the opposite for me. And
0: I, 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 I'm trying so hard to just not buy into it because I, I know that we have, yes, UK fans, I know we have the difference of our transgressions happening while we're already on probation.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, did you not know that?
0: <sighs> I also know that we have, I think, bad optics, Against us more than any other program in this thing, which is hilarious because Kansas has six level one violations. but people know Louisville as like the scandal school at this point still. And I, I think
1: Memphis is kind of taking that a little bit from Memphis it.
0: like that's another thing that we I didn't really touch on yesterday, but I, I totally agree because Memphis has that same thing that we have going on where it's like nobody's gonna cry for Memphis. if If they had given Memphis a postseason ban yesterday, the average fan who's like, "I see schools as good and bad," would not be like, "I'm crying for Memphis."
1: No, and it,
0: my heart is bleeding for Memphis. Like they're seen as kind of like the a, a renegade school, sort of like we are now.
1: And it, but Memphis is, you know, off the court scandals, act, scandalous actions. You know, transcends just this generation. Oh yeah, it it's been back. a long-standing t- yeah, long I mean, thing. It feels like every time, I mean, they're kind of like you know the Miami of basketball without the winning.
0: I think I mean Calipari is not the only coach to have a Final Four vacated at Memphis. Like no, it's that, happened multiple they, 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 times. I think all of their Final Fours have been vacated.
1: Uh was the one in the the one they got blown out in the '60s. I think might be still be, but it could be. I don't remember. Uh, the but, other one definitely is gone. Oh yeah, well I mean it, it, it disappeared quicker than a than a line in the locker room. So I mean it's, it was over. But yeah, so yeah, that's like I don't think. And recently, listen, that's how we are. I mean, it's in. I mean, we got kind of lost in the FBI fold hopefully. And and obviously this isn't local. I'm thinking on a national perspective. And but it's been a while since we had the minority stuff. I think, you know, Memphis is more fresh in the minds of the Oh you know,
0: no, 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 no. People, people still think Louisville. Like
1: I don't know. I think I think from an, I think Memphis still gets I think Memphis has been more recent.
0: As much as I respect your your pulse on the national feeling with stuff I do. like this.
1: I have a feel I have I have a <laughs> finger I have a finger tip on the <clears throat> Fingerprint?
0: I think point? Louisville is still seen nationally as like having more
1: of a stigma attached to them. Would you put your tip – would it say finger tip or fingerprint on the finger? Finger on the pulse. Is it to be this whole finger? Shouldn't it be like the whole – like which part of the finger? doesn't matter. Can it be the finger or the thumb? Finger. Okay.
0: Well, thumb is a finger. That's true. I think that – When you
1: take a pulse, you My, thumb, my point know. is this, Trevor.
0: <laughs> my point is the NCA slash IRP had to have known that if they had punished Memphis, it wouldn't be this like – gigantic outcry nationally for people like you can't punish Memphis, you can't do that, as it would be with a school like North Carolina maybe. The same is true for Louisville. And it's why I feel a little bit better that Memphis didn't just get a gigantic hammer dropped on them because maybe now that's not – things that should not come into play, like general reaction amongst the American sporting public, hopefully will not come into play in all this. And I do like the fact that they looked at the, at the, the case the NCAA laid out which was originally four level one violations, two level two violations, and said no,
1: there's no level one violation. I mean, so here. far the IARP is—I don't know if I say it right every time. I really don't care. You got it. Uh, well, right, sweet. Uh, I mean, they, 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 and in, and in, 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 even in and correct me if I'm wrong. You will uh, in an NC State and Memphis, they disagreed with the NCAA and thinking the NCAA was too harsh. Right. What now? In the, all the cases, the A- A- IARP I- – has done, they've considered the NCAA too harsh in their original stuff. Like what you said with Memphis, where they, they got to the four level right. ones, the, the, the RP was like, no, 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 that's too harsh. We don't think it's that bad. They did the same thing with like in, in, in the other cases as well?
0: Well, Yeah, it's just two. It's NC State and Memphis. Yeah, the but, NC State case, they didn't change the severity of the violations, but the punishment that they doled out was, I, I think – by most accounts, pretty lenient. It wasn't quite like this Memphis one, where like the the, the NC the punishment that they got for, for NC State was kind of in line with what the NCA committee on infractions probably would have given if the if okay. NC State had stayed with the NCA. This one was Light, very different, much lighter. Yeah, like like you know Memphis again. If you had stuck with the NCA and they had done their due diligence and said we're sticking with our accusation of, of four level one violations, Memphis is definitely getting a postseason ban, and Penny Hardaway is probably getting a lengthy suspension. Oh yeah. Instead, they get the five thousand dollar fine, which God knows how they're going to, you know, how I mean, much that's going to set the didn't program Todd back.
1: Todd Bowes get kicked out of basketball for like ten times less?
0: Yeah, but th- that was because he just kept doing it. <laughs> that's
1: true. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he didn't do half anything. He just, I mean, threw threw some bucks towards Jason Kidd and Lamar Murray, and that was it. I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: it was, yeah, it was. But like, this is uh, this should at least give you hope that maybe they're going to do the same thing with Louisville, um, and these people who are like who have no skin in the game, that are saying the same thing. They're just getting my hopes up, and I refuse to acknowledge it. I I understand that this is all good news. I understand this looks like it's heading in a positive direction. I'm not going to be hurt again. You can only kill me so many times. I'm not going to let you wound me. I'm already dead. Stop. (laughs) We'll see what happens. But next four weeks, keep an ear out. Do it after like a... I needed to drop after a bad football game. If there's going to be one cuz I need something else to talk about. I don't want it to say like
1: poor What's sp- the date on the Virginia game? <laughs> Imagine if <laughs> with James Madison. This
0: might be That's, even worse than Love Alive.
1: It's going to happen.
0: Imagine like we take care of BC and Virginia. We play a nationally ranked pit team and like, just beat the crap out of him. And Satterfield's riding high. He's got his top twenty-five win. We're flat, and like the next day, it's like that Monday. It's like the IRP stuff comes out, and nobody's talking about the win over pit on radio Monday afternoon. That'd day. be bad for sad. It'd be terrible. I mean, it would be. It'd be so in line with Scott Satterfield's luck here. I would just
1: the good luck. for sad as if we lose to BC and Virginia, and it drops, and then no one's still talking. That's about what he wants, that, yeah. I and mean,
0: that's kind of what I want too. I I prefer not to talk about a terrible like. You know, have the same conversation about Louisville football that we've had a million times.
1: They're going to announce it, then we're going to come out the next day and lose to James Madison. Man, James Madison. It's <laughs> going to be the weekend. We're just going to always remember that as the James Madison suspension weekend.
0: Here's the other thing that I want to talk about with regards to Memphis from yesterday. So we, we talked about the fact that you know the NCAA comes to, to Memphis, and they're like, Hey, some shady stuff's going on here. <laughs> Make sure that you do not alter any of your technology like, keep your computer records, we're going to come get that stuff, keep your phone records, all that stuff. And the day after they say that, an assistant coach completely scrubs his hard drive. And like, it like doesn't even, like just totally not even trying to hide it. The NCAA is like, okay, well, we can find out when you t- change this. You <laughs> scrubbed it all the day after we told you not to touch anything. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter. Like Memphis doesn't care. But the even more egregious thing, and we did not get to this part yesterday, they told all the players, we, we're going to need to see your phones. So show up at the, you know, the the locker room. NCAA representatives are going to be there. They're going to take your phones. The players show up one by one. All of them except for one player says, I don't have a phone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got a beeper.
0: My first thought is, one, who's the kid? Who, who's the one player who had the phone?
1: I mean, at least, first of all. Had to
0: have been a dork that had no friends on the team.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, you know,
0: had to have been a GPA walk on. I
1: think they really didn't have phones. I'm like, oh, come on, I mean, had to have been
0: a GPA walk on. I mean, you're like just didn't like you guys didn't text me to let me know that we weren't bringing the phones <laughs> to the practice of that.
1: If you're Memphis, I mean, first of all, if you're gonna do that, which. I mean, they got away with it all. It's the right here's thing to the, do. Here is the worst part: like instead of just telling the kids not to bring at least if your Memphis, don't be cheap, go at least buy them like a cricket phone. And, like have them hand that into you. Like it's it's still in the package. Like that in like the plastic package you bought from an aisle at Walgreens for a this p- is my phone, prepaid phone, some
0: sort of like Minnie Mouse toy phone. <laughs> I'm
1: just handing those in. I mean, can at least done that? This is
0: how I communicate. Is, if, here's my carrier pigeon
1: so that poor walk-on who forgot to over didn't see the, the text text thread and brought his phone and now he didn't have a phone all of his
0: text messages the NCAA reading are just about how nobody on the team likes him <laughs>
1: just, to his like parents
0: back home not fitting in here guys like well this is the investigation took a very sad turn
1: the girls cheating on him but all it
0: all it reminded me of is when i was at dayton my my first two years of college like and lived other than the dorms freshman year and then like this apartment complex the second year. But you could not have, you couldn't have alcohol in the rooms. You had their visitation rules. And like if your RA busted you, they'd come in and, and like they'd take everybody's ID, like write your name down, and then you'd get like a violation. You have to go through like this process and stuff. And so, of course, we got busted multiple times my freshman and sophomore year. And so the way that it for would work. Our
1: visitors were both. Both. <laughs> but when it
0: was out, yeah, visitors, you couldn't, There like, was a hard way to get out of it. But the way that it would work, we, we would do this would be, you know, we get busted like, Having pregame parties, like you know, seven or eight you know, people just sitting around drinking before yeah. we'd go out to parties and stuff, and you'd have one or two people take the fall. Like you're like, okay, they're going to have to pay this fine. They're going to have to do like the classes and stuff. And then everybody else would just say, I don't have, I don't have a wallet. I don't have an ID. <laughs> and it worked. It, like I, it, like I got the very first time we got, I, I took, I took the fall for everybody. And the second time, I was like. I'm here visiting a little sibs weekend. I don't have an ID. Like, like this is my older brother, Andrew. Like I'm, my name is Jason. And they're like, you don't have, you don't have any sort of identification. I was like, no, like you don't have any sort of wallet. Like, no. And and at that point, I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, like, what, get it? Like, search my pants? Are you got
1: to take a fingerprint? I have no fingerprints. <laughs> Nothing. Like,
0: you, you have no cl- I'm like, I'm not gonna let you search my room. You're not going to... Like, I, I'm just staying here. I'm like, you don't even know that I live here.
1: So, so what was the point of speaking? You, you got to, like, take a class?
0: You would have to do this, like, alcohol class. Like, you that know, you'd suck. sit there. Like, you, it, you had to pay, like, 100 bucks, which was the worst part of it. it was That's so oh, Shameless. Yeah. And then you'd have to do, like, this, like, you have to go sit in on this class, like the, the dangers of underage shrinking and stuff like that. And uh, it was just all – it was more annoying than anything else. And then also it was like if you get three of these, you get kicked out of school, which like I said, Danny freshman year had like 17 of them. <laughs> so, like, just stop checking his mailbox.
1: $1,700. <laughs> he
0: just would not stop with the visitation <laughs> violation. But that's what this reminded me of. was like, okay, like what are you going to do? We tossed all of our cell phones in the river. Boom! Done. <laughs> come get us. And the NCA at the end of the day, the IRP was like nothing we can do here. You guys are free to go.
1: And it's, just, I mean, it's simply just one sort of being the begging guy, like, oh please, come on! Like no, <laughs> we should have. I mean, you
0: know, we should have. We should have fought that tooth and nail. We should. We should have always fought tooth and nail. And I'm. Oh yeah. It makes me feel better that we're at least doing that this time around no. because, you know,
1: deny, 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 Until you die. I, I don't care. I'm it, not even
0: sure Boston Copervica existed. Uh, I know he scored a bunch of points against us for FSU that one year. I, he, for all I know, he could have been digital,
1: computer-generated. To, 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 to steal the Chappelle line, unless I see you know, a UofL assistant on video, handing cash, and that player taking it and cashing a check and spending the money, I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It wasn't it, him. Didn't like, that's That's video. None of it happened. That's CGI right there. Put the banner back up. They, they put Carrie Fisher 3 years 3 months after she died back in a movie. You tell me they can't put an assistant coach for Louisville in a little one in a hotel room video.
0: Jordan Ferry sounds like a made up name.
1: <laughs> the Texas Proved yesterday. I was at the I was at a I was at Minority Hall. You were. <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't notice this until later Such on. Such a good Photoshop. He puts the shame by hand and face on it. And Montrezaro. And Montrezzaro. <laughs> And it's
0: like the Cardinal Ball, like June 6, like 2012.
1: <laughs> yeah, he made it. It was so things. good. It was
0: great. Troy did an awesome <laughs> job. That was a fantastic Photoshop. But after our conversation yesterday, so with this new information coming to light, with national people thinking, well, we not going to get a postseason ban, with this hilarious Memphis, you know, nobody talks, everybody walks type mentality that Louisville, I think, is going to take, at least as far as it possibly can. Has your stance from yesterday changed at all? Which is, it was like mine, which is, I see all this evidence. I see all these facts. I still have been through the last five years. I I expect nothing good.
1: I still don't expect anything good. I don't either. And and I still get, like I said yesterday, it almost worries me, a la North Carolina again, where – that was when I was like, when North Carolina. Was like, Listen, North Carolina, get away with that. We're gonna get away with this, right? I mean, we just—it was a small amount of money. It was just some, some, some strippers, you know, yada yada. And then, you know, Nope. no, 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 you know, 23 years of academic fraud. That's yeah, not good.
0: How dare you? But how
1: dare you put a help with sex? How dare you put a young oh. lady through junior college? I mean, that's that's not going to work here. I don't think that's what happened to that. That's what you do. You donate uh, of, them books are expensive. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that, that's that's the moment now when I see Memphis get away with nothing. I'm not going to be like all of them. We're not getting nothing. No, now almost like we're getting doubled down. We're getting two years. If we, I feel like we're we're, we're the punching man. But then again, the difference is, and you point this out, is that we were we were the sucker last time. We were we were like the friend of the girl. We're like who's doing her homework while she's out, you know, banging the quarterback. We and we were getting nothing. Yeah, that's we, what we were. North Carolina's out there getting action and getting, getting everything, and we're just, you know, doing homework, being like, oh, shucks.
0: We're the kid in class. You remember how like, this would happen sometimes where in grade school you would, you'd take a test and, like, you'd realize that a teacher marked one of your answers correct when it was actually wrong, and if you, like, came to them and you were like, hey, just so you know you made a mistake, um, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, thank you for being honest. Like, you get to keep the – you still get a 95. I'm not going to take your grade down. This would be like doing that and the teacher being like, well, now you get a B. Like you're done. Like that's I'm taking it away. Thank what you for being honest. work
1: tells the teacher they marked it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I
0: would do it if everybody else did it, just because I knew they weren't going to take it down. And I'm not getting me, like I
1: deny it still. I'm like North Carolina over there. I mean, I,
0: usually I'd be like, you know, what's the point? If, if you're not if you're not going to take it away anyway, I'm not going to say anything. But if I wanted, maybe like the teacher didn't like me, and I'm trying to like get her to like me, I'm like, hey, <laughs> just so you know, you marked this one wrong. She's this would be like doing test. that. This would be like them doing that, and then the teacher being like, okay, thank you so much for being honest. You're getting a C minus now instead of your A minus. Hey,
1: you. Summer school now for you. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. You,
0: you don't get to go to the eighth grade now. That,
1: that would be me. That's why I'm not telling the <laughs> teachers because if I go into. That's why you the, have that mentality. Yeah, you're, you're sitting over like, oh, you went from a 100 to a 95. I'm, I'm going from like a C to a D. I'm going to a D to an F over here. No. In fact, if she tries to realize it afterwards, I'm not even going to let her change it. No backsies.
0: Nobody talks.
1: No, but Everybody walks. So now that we're fighting it, I'm, yeah, I, I, I feel that helps me feel better, but I am still worried. I have zero competence in uh, in in the NCAA and mechanics and no and and nonprofits? I saw. I, the yeah, more that I, the, the
0: more that I think about it, the more I'm buying into kind of what I said yesterday. That, like hiring this Neil Cattail guy and having it get out as a national story about how much we're paying him. I think it's almost as much of a warning to the NCAA as it is anything else. Like if you're going to try to screw us again. <laughs> and you're not going to screw other people.
1: Was well, he ever? Has he done any high profile like defending anybody that we know of? You said he worked for Obama, and like
0: he did. You, he's got a whole Wikipedia page of all of these like he's famous cases.
1: Wikipedia. I'm sure he has a Wikipedia page. But like he, you he can, I'm, what I'm
0: saying is, you can instead of just asking me on air, you can. He's got a whole Wikipedia section where like well, it, it like has the big case. What's that he's his done. name? Neil Katyal, K-A-T-A-I-Y-A-L. Um, but I, I think it's as much of a warning to the NCA as anything else. Like we're paying this guy this much money. He's doing his due diligence right now. If you try to screw us again, we're not afraid to take you to court and watch you get your ass handed to you for the 75th time in the last five years because this guy will do it, and he's going to rake you over the coals, and we won't just get whatever punishment you try to give us reinstated or taken away. We're getting our banners back. We may get extra banners from you because that's how much we're going to ream you if you try to to screw us again, and I like it. I think it's a smart move by Josh Hurd. I I trust in what he's doing here, and I, I like that we're... I like that he's outright saying, like, we're not going to cooperate again. We're not going to make that same mistake. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will uh, talk to you guys on the Thornton text line about what you had to say. I've got a couple other football notes to get to before we do any of that, reminding you about our friends over at First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust, they work with each client individually to help you meet your financial goals. They offer a wide range of services, including investment management, trust and estate services, philanthropic services, and financial planning. Their experienced portfolio management team provides in-depth insights into their investment philosophy, the economy, and relevant industry trends. For more information, as always, you can go to First BankersTrust.com. Banking starts with trust. First Bankers Trust. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the Thornton Sex line 502-414-1450. It's like Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, the big X.
1: Yeah, I Smoky Joe's Cafe Oh uh, 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 Smokey Joe's Cafe One day while I was eating beans uh, Smokey Joe's cafe Just sitting digging all the scene at uh, Smokey Joe's cafe uh, A chick uh- came walking through the door that I had I never saw her die at Smokey Joe's Cafe And I started shaking when she sat right down next to me all right, welcome in final segment here of the
0: Wednesday edition of the Mike Weatherford Show, live from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, the Remote Satellite Studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Today, uh, TK, you were vibing back there. You don't like that song? You're, yeah, no, I do. You're, just, you're very. I mean, haven't seen you this excited in a long time.
1: That song always makes me think of the, uh, the the movie School Ties. I never seen it. Never seen School Ties. It's a good movie. You should check it out. Uh, it's Brendan Fraser where you see he is uh, like a public school quarterback in this like. Really prep school wants to bring him in to uh, so they can you know bring him in for a senior, just so he can win. They can win a championship, but uh, he faces adversity because of course. Yeah, he's Jewish. Oh, and yeah, Matt Damon is not uh, very big fan. He's very anti-Semitic.
0: We haven't, I was thinking about you last night because the, the, the Yankees-Jays game that we picked at the end of yesterday's show. I knew I should have picked the, the Yankees. Yeah, you're wrong. I was right. It's fine. It was on national TV. <laughs> I watched it on TVS. And I was thinking, like, you haven't really – like this time last year you were all in talking about the Jays, like the wild card race and all this stuff. We haven't really talked that much about it. Are you locked in? Or are you feeling con- – because Jays currently have a they're three games into the wild card picture. They're a game and a half clear of being in that second oh, like, wild card series.
1: Yeah, but playoff bound we are. I mean, I don't think it'd be mean, barring like a complete meltdown, which it could happen. I mean, they we do play after this series with the Yankees. think we've got one more. Then we've got the Rays again, and then we finish three with Baltimore. Oh, does it have to get hot? Uh, and then we play again three with the O. So, um, I mean, we should be locked to the playoffs. I, I don't know. I just, two, two parts. One, I, I don't know why I haven't like embraced this season as much as I did last year, which is weird because last year we didn't even make the playoffs, but. We did have a better record last year. Mm-hmm. Weird enough, we won 96 games and didn't even getting the playoffs, um, or was it 95, something like that. And this year we're closer to 90. But also, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I know we're like in, in line to probably end up playing Tampa right away. And I just I, I don't want to get my hopes up because I just feel like Tampa's kind of had our number for the most part. I know we. I think we took the last series with them, but usually they've been a thorn in our side. And once RB again, in Toronto.
0: A beacon of optimism when it comes to sports. <laughs> Trevor Kelsey, who, by the way, I think you've picked against the Eagles every week, besides when they played the Lions in Week One so far this year.
1: Also, last year I was I was into it, and you were, you were we were supposed to jump on with me, and then I think I think you jinxed us. I probably you brought did. your bad. You bought that bad red, Reds mojo. Bought the Reds it. mojo. Reds slash yeah. Lions
0: mojo over. And so
1: just. You know, get our get our team name out your mouth.
0: Well, I'm Yankees now. <laughs> I got a buddy on the I got a buddy on the good. staff. I'm Yankees. No. Gonna, I'm I'm hoping the Yankees are just gonna beat down the Blue Jays.
1: I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just glad that, that someone in the Yankees organization has a good friend to be to console them when we knock them out of the playoffs. Five zero two
0: four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. Uh Texas, Who's going to St. James this weekend?
1: I've never in my life. I know this is right up there on, on the list of other things. Like I've never I know what St. James is. But I've never been to one. It there. does
0: not strike me as a TK place.
1: Again, I I, I didn't grow up in the Catholic like. Well, it's not a Catholic thing. Oh, it's just St. James is at the art fair, right? Yeah, it's an art fair. Yeah, it's at, uh, yeah, Mary's all about it. We've, I've been a few times with her. There. Yeah, it was, I don't it, do do farmers market either. In case any ladies are looking for a relationship with me, it's very uh, <laughs> St. James art fair.
0: Is just like it's a cluster. Like it is just packed. Like it's impossible to park. You got to like, once you're there, you need to stay there for like two hours to make it worth your while. It's a lot going on. I probably we will not be there this weekend. I don't think. I'm like, hopefully, Mary's not listening. And she's like, We are actually. Wow. Um, what is
1: there, what is it? Just, a, isn't it just a bunch of just like amateur paintings? It's
0: like a festival thing. Like they have different booths with like selling a bunch of different stuff. They've got food trucks out there. it's I mean, it's a it's a cool scene. It's just it's very, very popular these days. I mean it's,
1: I know, and I, I I remember growing up. i, I the thing that I always remember, I think of St. James is is when I worked in serving that was a dead weekend. Like you got no, it was it was a slow weekend when we as a server usually that yeah. weekend because everybody's going to the St. James stuff.
0: Texas says, "I hate to open the floodgates on this, but there is a town outside College Station whose zip code is 77802. You may reply, "Nobody gets a zip code tattoo," but he obviously doesn't mind going against convention. Wait a minute, seven, this is about Reuben Owens.
1: Yeah, but seven seven eight zero two—it's a phone number. It's a zip code. Oh, a zip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nobody really cares about the zip code.
0: I don't like what this person's mind is. No one now, brags- now. I'm already. I was already nervous about the, the Gigi Wagner stuff. Was such a letdown. Now you get me nervous about Ruben again.
1: Oh, don't get nervous. No one brags about their zip code unless you live in nine. better hope not. Unless you live in nine hundred two one zero, you don't care about your zip code. What's your zip code? I'm
0: not giving that out over air.
1: You pretty t- you, talking. Me tell where you live before. I mean,
0: Ma- somewhere in St. Matthews.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> okay, that's just whatever zip code St. Matthews is. Why
0: does it matter? I don't,
1: again, you don't know and you don't care.
0: I know my zip code. I'm not. I don't you know. Don't,
1: if, you don't know it, do you? I'm
0: not saying. If you I don't don't even wh-
1: know what zip code you live in. I mean, who cares? Why?
0: Why are we saying that over here? <laughs> Texas, both Boone and Camp Lejeune are in North Carolina. Do we know if Sat may have accidentally imbibed <laughs> some contaminated drinking water between 1959 and 1983 that affects his decision making during the fourth quarter of close? It's
1: 1987. First of all, <laughs> Okay, That's my favorite.
0: That's text of the day right there. The text of the day winner. That's the third entry
1: we have for this week. That was very good. I'm just curious. I wonder if Camp. What is it again?
0: Lejeune? I don't wonder know. How, if I, I don't even know if I'm close saying that, that right. Is
1: the <laughs> it's North
0: Carolina. It's not that big of a state. Texas. We may not be getting DJ, but we are getting AEW Dynamite, Dynamite tonight. Just a reminder. This is the guy that always wants to get you talking about wrestling.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's. Uh, I kind of. I don't know if it's a big show. I know. I, I know we've got uh, a Jericho Appreciation Society uh, for him winning Ring of Honor title. I think he's wrestling Bandito, which will be a fun match. Uh we do get uh, Juice Robinson versus John Moxley. Um I think there's going to be I don't a, want watch your life. I think Paige or uh Ciara, Ciara whatever she's going by now? She's be Paige at WB. She made her appearance last week. She I think she's going to uh dress the crowd so Oh. I'm, I'm sure MJF will be out there.
0: Love MJF. Is Gangrel yeah. going to be there.
1: Uh Gangrel probably won't arrive. Well. Why am I watching? <laughs> Your question—that's a question I ask myself sometimes. You should be watching tonight. What else are you gonna watch tonight? Are you gonna watch? Did you DVR the uh, the thirty for thirty, not thirty for thirty, on the Dodgers and Yankees last night? No,
0: I saw that it was on. Did not catch it. I
1: hate when they don't give it a thirty thirty name in my DVR, so my DVR doesn't pick it up. That
0: was that Avalanche Red Wings one. there's like technically an no E one. That. I'm yes. like, come on, it's like a two hour documentary. Just make call it thirty for thirty.
1: Yeah, because my DVR doesn't know any better. I I did catch this one. I so saw I recorded it, but I did not watch it last night. I'm, have you, gonna, I'm gonna try to catch. It. I'm gonna try to watch it. If not tonight, tomorrow.
0: Have you seen the video of? You know, there was a big meme like several years ago of, like this this viral image that was obviously photoshopped of like a shark swimming on flooded streets, like in a downtown area.
1: Oh, what do you mean photoshopped? This wasn't real.
0: No, that that it, every time there was any sort of flooding somewhere, it was like live look at uh, the streets of New York City or like live look at Charlotte, like, it was it was totally fake. But there is now a video from today that is very real. Of a shark that somehow ended up in a Fort Myers neighborhood okay. during a hurricane. No, like, no, I
1: thought you were saying that Fort Myers video. Was no, this video. is what, okay. uh,
0: it's what I'm saying. Like every joke tweet from 2015 has become a reality at some point over the last seven years. Like every time people were like, "Oh, let's make fun of this," like it's become like we now we got sharks swimming in neighborhoods.
1: I have, yes, I have seen it. I saw your tweet of it. I love the fact that you tweeted it. In the very first reply, and for the longest time, the only reply was just "bring Brom home." Hashtag. Was it? (laughs) I kind of like, dude, I love you, Brom guy. Fill the room, man. I've (laughs) noticed him.
0: I see. I was just, I was just thinking during the break. I feel like I've seen him doing it less ever since. Like it was either yesterday or two days ago, where I was like, it's getting a little much, man. Like, like the uh, every reply, like like it just it's distracting to
1: me. It's just like you can. I don't mind the consistency, but like do it at least for sports tweets. Like you tweeting about this shark, yeah, has nothing to do with sports. I feel
0: like he's been doing it less.
1: So uh, I think this is, you're just not noticing the mutes on there because you muted them.
0: Well, no, because I know like the last tweet that I made had like, besides the shark one, had like two responses and like, I could see both responses. So oh, it wasn't okay. like, you know, because like, right. usually I have like one response and it's like that guy, I'm like, it's muted. I'm like, oh, and it's like one quote tweet and I can't see He's it. Probably and, like probably
1: dropping the kids off at school or something. They're picking them up, maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I kind of wonder if it's Patrick. Do you think, think there's a part of you that thinks it might be intern Patrick? Uh, no, no. Is it Jenna? It's not Jenna. No. Jenna was very upset that I didn't know what Spencer's was.
1: <laughs> Get on you for that. She's I like, gotta give a shout out to Jenna. I I ordered Penn Station today for lunch, and they brought me my lemonade, which obviously had good vibes about the bats game, was that like lemonade came. Sure, but they didn't bring me a straw, and I was like, "What am I gonna do? Mm. I mean, I I, don't, I can't drink. What am I? I can't drink. Just like take the lid off and drink it like normally. I'm one of my caveman or something. Saving turtles lives. Yeah. So I I remembered that. I had my metal straw here. Jenna gave me when we were at the OG studios. Me and Rashawn got one. You didn't get one. I didn't you, get one. You were taking the day off, therefore you were punished. Uh-huh. And uh, so I got my metal straw. So Jenna was able, Her thanks to her kindness of bringing me a metal straw and saving that turtle's life. Save the to, day. I got to drink lemonade out of a straw.
0: Texas, shout out to L Volleyball. I watched uh, tape games from this weekend. What a fun sport to watch. It helps that we are number two in the nation. Nene Mabuno was an awesome replacement for Anna Zabir who was injured. Play pit next. Check them out on TV. Yeah. The Pitt match is a big one. I mean, I think Pitt last I saw is like number, I want to say they're number nine in the country. And I know Georgia Tech. Yeah. They've been good the last several years. That's become like the big ACC rivalry is us versus Pitt. And I know Georgia Tech who we play on. It's one of the games that got bumped up to ESPN on a Sunday, either this week or a couple of weeks from now. They're like number 11. So you've got three ACC teams that are ranked very high. And the ACC historically has not been a good volleyball conference. Yeah. Georgia Tech is number 11. We play them this Sunday. Um, And that's going to be on ESPN. We don't play Pitt until October 23rd. So it's the same weekend that I think that we play them in football. We'll play them in volleyball the next day on the road. And then we play them at home on November 18th. So that'll be a big
1: one. I got distracted for a
0: second.
1: It's okay. Because apparently UK's early game was because Stoops requested it. Oh, really? Uh, I'm seeing something. It says, the reason for the 11 a.m. kickoff between Ole Miss and Kentucky is because one of Kentucky's assistant coaches has a daughter getting married that same day. I don't think that you get to call the shots like that. Mark requested an earlier kickoff, and he was given it. This is coming from – I don't even know who this is. Uh, It's an Ole Miss senior uh, sports editor, uh, Aiden uh, Gallardo, Gallardo.
0: I don't think that that's the way this works. He also
1: tweeted the Lane Kippen. Have you seen that? No. Where someone tweeted out like, "This is the the anniversary of 2008 when Kippen sent Sebastian Janikowski out to attempt the 76 yard oh, goal It missed by a mile." And Al Davis fired Kippen two days later. I've seen him. I, I saw Kip, the video of Kippen retweeted it and was like, "Happy anniversary, Sebastian. <laughs>
0: I saw the video of Lane Kippen. I guess it was yesterday during his uh, like weekly press conference, kind of calling out his fans. He's like. We run out there every week, and it feels like we're running out on the field for a high school game. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. He's like, but I've been on social media. I've been asking for it. What else can I do? I'm like, this is a problem that – I don't think college football coaches understand that, like, 98% of the sport has the same issue.
1: I mean, yeah, even your – I mean, Nebraska didn't didn't – I mean, I know they're bad, so maybe a slight example –
0: Hell, they're better than like ninety five percent of but college they, fans. But they
1: had, but they had even to keep their sellout last year. Remember, they were like some uh, booster bought all the tickets and gave them away.
0: Yeah, no, they saw the like forty year sellout streak end. I think yeah. last year or two years ago.
1: So that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess there's some truth to this. I mean, this is a writer that tweeted this it was that tweeted this out. Was, uh, that, that tweeted this out that I'm seeing now.
0: I mean, I don't. They may have requested it. I don't think that that was the final decision. I don't. I don't think the SEC was like. We're going to give them the – yeah, right. I don't think a U.K. football assistant carries that much sway that he can determine.
1: No, I, I, well, Stoops would be the one that would be
0: – But the SEC is going to say, who cares? Like Every every team has something that they want to do. Unless it's like my kid has cancer and there's something crazy going on <laughs> that like we have to be doing at 7. And even then, I feel like the SEC would probably be like, yeah, but Auburn LSU is a bigger draw. We're going to play – they get the late game.
1: Maybe they were just on the fence, and they were like, "Well, we'll just let, we'll give the benefit to the UK since they're requesting it." Maybe, and it then, just, I mean, which assistant? I mean, it's not we know it's not the big dog. Cause he won't even stop tweeting at a his own daughter's <laughs> wedding. Let, <it>, let him <laughs> change the time of a game. He, he's
0: not missing anything for that daughter's yeah, wedding. Let we alone a no-name recruit committing to <laughs> yeah. Tennessee over UK.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, what an assistant it is. I don't know.
0: That's it's kind of a weird story. Uh, Texas. What if the Punishment from the IRP does end up being minimal. Then Louisville Live Alive could wind up even, be, even being more hyped. That's a good point. I mean,
1: that, is, that is yeah. They, they, uh, an hour before it's a Louisville Live starts, they announced that we were, we're, we're scot free.
0: Well, it'd be like that morning. It wouldn't be an hour before. They, That's they, true. They yeah. drop it at ten a.m.
1: You, you, but like, imagine it's like that morning. What? Is it always like at ten a.m.? Usually,
0: when stuff right. like that comes out, like they they announced it the other day from Memphis. they were like, it's coming out at I think it was eleven a.m. Eastern, ten b.m. ten a.m. Central, but. Imagine we get the ruling that morning. We have all day to kind of celebrate that, and then Louisville Live Alive happens. You get these star-studded cast of characters in town. It goes off great. The team looks good. What a day that would be! That would I, be I like the optimism of that texter.
1: That would be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. That would that. that, that thank you. That's the positive attitude. We, we need. need that. I like that text. That's yeah. right up there. That's a we contention to now. even out the, our, EOR, our, our emotions over here. I tell you what.
0: That's text of the day. New text of the day. It's up there. Texas. If Kentucky beats Ole Miss this Saturday, will Kentucky be a top five team? I'm positive that they would be the only team with two top fifteen road wins on the year.
1: I mean, I don't know if be top. What are they? Florida is also not
0: a top fifteen win anymore.
1: Well, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it always it comes down to you count it what they are at the time or what, yada yada. What, where's Kentucky? In Kentucky like eighth or ninth right now?
0: I think they're seventh.
1: I mean, yeah, they could probably move up to. I could see them move up to five.
0: To depends five. on what happens in front of them. Yeah,
1: it depends on what happens to five and six. Yeah. Or even, yeah, the top seven. Because I don't
0: think – well, Clemson plays NC State this weekend. That's the game-day game. So they could lose that game. They should have lost a wake last week. Yeah. I don't think that anybody – like Georgia's at Missouri. They're winning. Alabama's at Arkansas. They're probably winning. Ohio State's at Rucker – versus Rutgers. They're not losing that. And then who's number four? Uh, Michigan is at Iowa. Probably not going to lose that.
1: I don't know. uh, What was the status read the other day? I was – I, uh, top five teams since like 2018 are one and six going in Iowa. Really? And I think in, and I think in all I think in five of them Iowa uh, was unranked. No, nah. some hmm. insane number like that. I know Iowa's not, but this Iowa team to, can't but, score but, touchdowns. True, but Michigan also has not really beaten anybody. I mean, they no, they haven't end up cupcakes. And then
0: USC is number six, plays uh, at home against Arizona State,
1: which that should be a that's a cupcake. I mean.
0: Probably not moving up.
1: Yeah. Unless unless Alabama even because yeah, even if Alabama gets upset by Arkansas, they're not gonna apply the top five. And then also if
0: NC State wins at Clemson, there's a chance that they're jumping you because they're number ten right now.
1: And Clemson may not drop yet, because yeah, it's true.
0: Texas says, uh Mike's going to waterfront Wednesday. I'm not.
1: What's is that still a thing?
0: Yeah, it's the last one of the uh of the year tonight. My babysitter was going. She was excited.
1: The concert, right?
0: Yeah. Who is it? It's something yonder? and I'm not familiar with the group. I know that um Lay Down Yonder. Uh, Hop Around SmackDown is one of the opening acts. I do know them.
1: You're so much more hip than I am.
0: Well, that's not that's not, not saying much. I'm not hip <laughs> at all, but, yeah, I still agree with that statement. Like,
1: I don't know if you're naming a band or having a stroke. <laughs> I, don't I leave my house
0: occasionally, which is the, that's the only bar to clear. Texas tells that I'm uncomfortable with Trevor fingering the pulse of the nation.
1: Sextra <laughs> <The laughs> says... Yeah, it's ready.
0: <laughs> in regards to BC media members, you can always reach out to Pete Thamel or Jeff Goodman because they break all the BC news anyway. Do they? <laughs> that that's really how little good. I pay attention. Well,
1: how like there have been BC news?
0: I think. Good- I feel like Goodman hated the Earl Grant hire. I feel like I don't know why I remember that, but I feel like he was like like this is a terrible hire. So I don't know if he broke that and then just ripped on it, but I've got no
1: idea. What is the BC was that the game that we had the leak in the roof last year?
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and we were like, that's what we needed to turn this season around.
1: I remember, like the year before, we played them at BC like at nine o'clock on a Wednesday. I mean, it was the most empty I think we've ever seen us play in a gym. And yeah. That includes twenty twenty. Like, I got to we had more people I think at, at the COVID games than we did. It, it was like a Wednesday nine o'clock. It was a weird time on a like a late game randomly, and was, there's nobody. Why would anybody even go to the game? It's terrible. Thinking. Yeah, when
0: I was we went to that game at Boston College in twenty sixteen. Like to get to like the football, like the press box area you have to walk through their other facilities and one of them is like the basketball arena and they were holding like this was late October so practice had started. They were holding a basketball practice and granted I saw like a minute and a half of this it looked like the worst practice I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think a word was said. I don't know what they were doing. It was just like people standing around. I was like, this is not a way this is not the way an ACC program is supposed to be operating. You guys have a game in a week. What are you doing?
1: Did They have like pictures of like Dana Barros and John Bagley up in the arena?
0: No, it was like just mold and stuff falling down. I was like, this is very I had the feeling the whole place was just going to collapse any second.
1: You know the Boston College basketball players, can you name? Um, that's <laughs> two that come to my mind right away. Who was the guy who
0: lit us up when we went to overtime? It was like a Bell. It was like I don't. even said bell? I don't know. Oh man, who was it? it was like Kenny Bell, Mark, Ricky not, not bell. Mark Bell. He was very good. It was a Bell. Cle- clearly, so good that I cannot. Remember. But it was in the nineties.
1: I mean, I'm the Top thing. It was Dana Barros. He was nine eighty nine.
0: Texture says ESPN reports that Bring Brom Holmes' identity is you guessed it, Frank Stallone.
1: <laughs> like the Phoenix, I rise from Arizona.
0: Texas says, "LOL, Trevor wishes he were scot-free. That was scot free." Bring Bomb home. Texas Louisville Live special guest, the head of the IRP to drop the hammer. Oh, that wouldn't be fun.
1: Would they just bring him in like a like a big like, uh Titantron TV? Denounced everybody. We are clearing you, little fans. <laughs>
0: or, like, they bring out Mark Emmert, like, one of those, like, pig roaster things. <laughs> like, spinning him around We're like, oh, my God. This is way too extreme. Lottie, calm down. We're going to kill him. <laughs> that went dark with <laughs> <went. was, laughs> Wow. My, that
1: turned fast. It's got an apple f- like in his mouth. I think somebody shot Mark Emmert with a tri <laughs> Josh Hurd finally snapped.
0: <laughs> We're going to barbecue this guy right after we have our dunk contest.
1: Put <laughs> um, him in a dunking kid, like, you, throw, you know You throw the, the ball To dunk the guy But there's like Piranhas in the <laughs> water <laughs> Let's throw some Electric heels in there They killed him He's dead
0: Little <laughs> fans Just finally snapped Texas was that The card stalker burner asking about UK moving into the top five P.S. Ole Miss crushes the Cats By 17 plus
1: They might Ole Miss hasn't really Been tested I don't think either
0: They're wearing like These like tree-inspired helmets or whatever it is. What? It's very strange.
1: See, I, uh, Ole Miss just needs to say Ole Miss on the helmet. Nothing else. Nothing different. There. I mean. Even, even the one where they put the old, you know, you know racist colonel guy on it. I don't like those either. Like, I, I want just Ole Miss on the helmet.
0: You would hate these because I, I don't understand. I, don't, I still don't get how they're tree inspired. It's like I, I guess they're I like even trees anyway. They, I have no idea. <laughs> like, is this it's like a grove thing? I don't. Know. I mean, what, what's going on? I,
1: don't, I think Ole Miss. I don't think of trees. Like, how does how does one picture a hottie toddy
0: Well, I think <laughs> like nature in the United States of America? It doesn't go hand in hand to me with the state of Mississippi. It's not the first. I'm, I'm thinking like. You know the great plant like the West, like the the West Coast. I'm thinking like Rocky Mountains. I'm thinking.
1: I'm thinking Ashley Judd from A Time to Kill.
0: Yeah, yeah. Any <laughs> Ashley Judd movie running through the woods. I'm not thinking Ole Miss Rebels. I know it's a beautiful down there. It's a great campus, but I don't, they don't go hand in hand with trees to me.
1: I, I think of I think of Oxford. I think of I think the handgun and Betty Lou the the gun and ha- Betty Lou's handbag. <laughs> okay do you want to know why yes because you, you gotta know right yeah my my cousin oh my god my aunt used to live in mississippi and when my cousin uh my old he's, he's like in his 30s now whatever but tyler when he was a baby she took him to oxford to to, to try out for her to be an extra in a movie that movie and he won and so in the court scene in, the, in like the third aisle is uh my cousin oh nice being a being a baby and that was filmed in oxford love it so that's why I was thinking of Oxford, Mississippi. She lived in Batesville, Mississippi, actually, but it was I don't think it's far from Oxford.
0: Texas says, can we start saying DJ and Aaron who? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I love, by the way, I, I didn't – Did you screw up with BJ Wagner? The <laughs> text that, that you sent me on Monday, I'd never heard this fact before, that it was like the 30-year anniversary of them filming Rookie of oh, the yeah. Year at Rigley Field where they had a the doubleheader. And so between the two games, the crowd stuck around, and they did this thing where they would chant – you know the scene where they chant, we want Henry. Mm-hmm. And then apparently the, the second game started – and their closer came in and was in the, the process of blowing like his seventh save in like the last three weeks, and they started chanting, We want
1: There's kind of like a YouTube video of that, right? It's <laughs> a great I, story. I mean, I think that was a Darren Rebell tweet too, on top of it. But well, I know. It's always it a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> I'm glad I heard from you and not him. To bring you down, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that too. And it was that was a day of anniversaries the other day when we were talking about it taxes. was, which
0: was it. A, we should have just said that one.
1: Yeah, which I didn't notice until after I left. Unfortunately, I think I told you this. It, I'd seen Rudy like a billion times. And it wasn't until like the billion and one that no, I finally noticed the Boston College flag in the stands. A buddy of mine was at that game. And I always wondered why in that. And I finally, you know, searching on the internet, luckily at the time, I found out that it was done during halftime of the BC game.
0: I, see, I did not know until like I made a friend who was on a – I'm still friends with him now. We played baseball together when I we was like 12 or 13. And he was like, I was actually at the game where they filmed the Rudy scenes during the halftime. And I was like, what? And he was like, "Yeah, like we cheered, we all cheered." And then, like when you watch that scene now, you see that it's a lot of people in the crowd wearing <laughs> like normal, modern, like '90s clothing.
1: Well, and it's like I said, it's kind of hard. And I, I kept wondering, I was like, "They could have, couldn't they have cut that scene?" Because you can see the Boston College flag really clearly, but it's like a scene where Rudy's like on the sideline or something. So it's what are you gonna do? I guess they gonna get around it? But yeah, what are you gonna do? That's only I like think the second movie they ever filmed actually on campus at Notre Dame. What was the first? Uh, like the the one about the four horsemen or whatever I think. Hmm. Oh. But uh, you know the not the horseman, but the the Gipper, the Gipper movie, the Gipper movie, yeah, the one where, you know, win this one for the Gipper. Got to win 40s. for him
0: Got to win for him. There's, I mean, Yeggy, Come on, Gipper. There's no football on tonight. None at all. None, none at all. <clears throat> God, we have not gotten to the part of the season where we're getting games on Tuesday and Wednesday yet,
1: okay, at least. So do you got John Moxley or Juice Robinson?
0: I don't want your life. Give me Jonathan Moxley. <laughs> he loves death matches i remember that from the al snow he does
1: he does good call by the way they had a great death match by the way for the uh, u.s title and in in new japan wrestling about a a couple years ago all
0: right go jonathan moxley go yankees beat the blue jays everyone have a fantastic wednesday night uh tomorrow normal show three to six we'll dive into the boston college stuff i know three to six the next two days it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time Catch us there. Have a great Thursday. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow on Thursday.
1: Down at Smokey Joe's Cafe. Touching my Smokey Joe's Cafe. Her chill was running down my spine. At Smokey Joe's Cafe. Oh, I could smell a sweet perfume. She smiled at me, my heart went boom. Then everybody in the room. At Smokey Joe's Cafe. They said, man, be careful. That pig belongs to Smokey Joe."